The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Oh yeah, Monday, baby, and we are back. Welcome in, everybody. Sports take on this beautiful, well, kind of beautiful. It's beautiful that we all woke up. That's the bottom line. Absolutely. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, we are sports take, as I mentioned. That's Barrett Brooks. That's Derek Gunn. I am Rob Ellis. What's up, fellas? How we doing? What's, What's going, going on, on, gentlemen? All good. All good, man. All good. Ready to rock and roll on this. Uh, how was you guys' weekend? Mine was cool. You know, I went to practice on Saturday also. So watch the guys go through uh, practice, you know, and I'm even more impressed, man. We'll get into it, but I'm even more impressed. Good, had, good. Yeah, we're getting a first-hand account from Barrett. How about yeah. you, Derek? What'd you do? Two birthday parties, uh, both of my son-in-laws. Well, Josh's birthday was last Thursday, but we had his party on Saturday, so we had a pool party at him and my daughter's house. Um, and then on Sunday, uh, my other son-in-law, uh, was his birthday, so we had a, you know, a family birth- birthday at our house here, which was crazy, loud, you know, ruckus. Here we go. What? What now? Here we go. All right, I wasn't invited, bro. What's that? <laughs> I wasn't invited. Yeah, but when you told me you had to go to Eagles practice, I said I cannot interfere with that. I can't. I, I will not interfere. And with I guess you figured he'd be that. tired on Sunday I, for going I, yeah, to Eagles practice. Yeah. Just give him the next day too. I figured standing out in the heat and all that sweat, he would need Sunday to recover. So I didn't even bother <laughs> asking. I'm, I'm just looking out for him. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know it stacked that tall, man. I didn't know yeah. that stacked <laughs> that look, tall. Man. Get the waiters out. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Look, right. I'm here to help you. I've always been here to help you. Oh, you should know this, buddy. He's here to help you, Barrett. Come I had on, a great one. I had a great help weekend. <laughs> help me what? That's what I want to see. Help me what? I had a great um, weekend, but also I, I, I ended up being a little depressed. Wow. Little, just a little depressed. Because my son-in-law, Josh, and I were sitting there, and we said, you know, we have not been fishing since early June. Me neither, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm me thinking, neither. the last time, let's see, went to Bear's birthday bash and got to meet Yaki. Um, Yoki, and, man. Not oh, Yoki. Oh, Yoki. <laughs> <laughs> She became Yaki that day. Right. You've been calling you've been calling her Yaki ever since then. <laughs> um, and then um last time we were fishing, me and, and, and my son-in-law, my two daughters, and and, and the grandson and and and, and uh, Josh's son, we went fishing and our friend um they have a 25-acre farm in Maryland, beautiful four or five acre pond. That was that was like first or second week of June. I have a big lake, 86-acre lake down the road from me, like three miles down the road. I usually go there once a week. If nothing else, just to throw to throw a line and to be one with nature and just relax. I haven't even done that. I'm like, what? And now it's and on top. It's August first. August is officially here. Yes, that's, that's see, depressing. That's, 
that's, that's huge because um that just means like even now you know I'm 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 looking at my boats and I'm like man it's almost time for me to start you know winterizing them and everything because oh, you know once don't do that to yourselves start, don't you still got a month man don't do that to yourself nah, do it's, it. it's tough man you know it's yeah, when you go man. fishing it's 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 a it's a process man you got to be ready for it man. Yeah, I know. I, I hear. Look at look at look at T for talking about catching bait, D gun. Yeah, okay. You talk, you talk a lot of smack tuna using three hooks on one line. That's all I'm gonna say. That's talk a, a lot of trash. Like a challenge. We see everybody. What's up, Gigi? What's up, Showtime? T for tuna, John, Daz, Brandon, Eagles fan, Showtime, George, Frank, uh, Mr. Taz. We see all you guys. What's up, everybody in the stream? Everybody listen. Yeah, I had a good weekend. I, I went down the shore. Uh, we had a birthday party for my son, twenty first. Nice. On the beach, so a little little get together with his uh, his. You have a beer with him. You know what? They like the seltzer, man. They like the hard seltzer. Oh, okay. Like okay. Yeah, okay. like I, I was drinking beer at that age, man. I still drink beer at Me this too. age. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they like the uh, they like the seltzer. That's their uh, that's their speed, man. It so. is, man. It is, man. I mean, yeah. it's pretty good, but I have to add something to it. Like you get a seltzer, you got to add some vodka to it. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's not my cup of tea, but hey, that's what they wanted. Have fun. He had a blast. It's all good, man. We had a good and, weekend. Uh, and I watched my son-in-law and his friends drink all these Celsius, and it's like orange and cherry. Right. And I'm like, what is this? What's this? Yeah. Right. You can right. get you know. so many. There was, I, Like, the flavors are crazy, man. It's yep. all over the place. Yeah. yeah and, I, and, and I learned a new game. I uh, played a new game this weekend uh, in my son-in-law Josh's house. You guys ever play a game called Bash Bottle? No. no. It's this game you, you put the plastic bottle on top of these poles and you play with a frisbee. It's a two man team. You you can play a three man if you want, I guess. But you put you you set them apart and you try to hit, you try to knock them. You try to uh, when you flip the frisbee, yeah. you got to try to knock the bottle off the pole. Okay. And if you hit the pole, you get one point. If the bottle drops to the ground, you get two additional points. But if the bottle falls and one of your the opposition catches the bottle, it's only one point. Something like it was fun. I'll see how far. What's the distance? How far are you? Are you I would say maybe 10, 10, 15, 20 yards, maybe. Okay. Okay. That ain't easy as you think. I never man. heard of that. Sounds, that sounds like a pretty cool game. Man. It is. It's a great, it's a great uh like like get together game, man. Yeah. You know. Um, all sorts of games are like that, man. They don't, yeah. I love games. Yeah, yeah. And you think, okay, I can do this, man. It's hard as heck. The little the pole about this skinny, and it stands about maybe four feet off the ground. And you put the plastic bottle on it. Yeah. And I was told you can buy the Dick Sporting Goods, so I'm gonna go buy me one just to have because I like know, we that. always had a fan. I was like, I'm gonna send you, you guys a clip here. Yeah, I like, gotta see that. That sounds weird. cool. I played. You know, uh, I played cups with the kids, man. Oh, did you? you guys know cups. <laughs> I know cups. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, yeah. So it was uh, it got kind of interesting later in the party. You know, right, you right, right. So we well, you know, uh, for conditioning, man, for conditioning, when I was playing with the Steelers, man, we used to uh, we used to play frisbee football, and uh, you throw it and you catch it. You can only take, you know, usually you can take three steps, but I guess we're supposed to be better athletes. So we can only take two. So catching it and stopping in two steps is a lot harder. Getting that third step is easier. That set one two and you can't move yeah, anymore. Yeah, you got to yeah. throw it in, in to advance, and people if they touch you and they have the and you and you still have the um, frisbee, then it's their ball right there. Mm-hmm. So trying to do that and I mean it, it's it's a lot tougher than what people. Are. So it got so competitive. Next thing you know, we're totally exhausted after playing only an hour. You know what I'm saying? I'd yeah. rather go out and run, you know, run yeah. what, ten or fifteen one hundreds than to play yeah. that game because you would just. You're just, you know, you're going all out. I mean, all out, man. You know what I'm saying? So you're more exhausted after playing the game than you are doing a regular workout, man. So. Yeah, you'd rather do uh, favorite uh, regular football activities than that, man. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> hey, That's man. awesome. Hey, man, we got some fighting words here. Uh-oh. 
T-Raw too lit. Looking good, fellas. Y'all still old, though. What? <laughs> Hold up, man. Hold up. Oh, man, you don't come out swinging like that on a Monday. You save that for Thursday or Friday, man. Right, right, when we loosen up a little bit. Yeah, yeah not on a Monday, man. Right, not on a Monday. No, we, we ain't loosen up yet, man. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling old, too, man. Uh, I'll tell you what, bro. Yeah. Um, just, just this weekend, man, I – I tried to get. I was trying my best to get it going. Get it going, man. Like I, I went to work on my boat a little bit. Played around with my boat a little bit. Um, after I went to practice, because when after I went to practice, I was actually tired from just going to practice, sitting there, <laughs> right? You know, like what? Why am I tired? You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting there. Why am I tired? You know, I even went up there and, and sat. And it was me, Barkan. I'm sitting down talking to those guys, Rube. So I'm sitting up there, looking out. You know, looking at prep. I'm like, it's hot. But why am I so tired? I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. So I went and worked on my boat a little bit. And then after that, came back to the house, man. After that, it was over. It was a wrap. It was done. <laughs> it was time for me to take my Benadryl to go to sleep. That's right. <laughs> that's it. Your special medicine. Yeah, no, that's it, man. Hey, I don't blame you. Yeah. Oh, man. Maybe, maybe T-Roll wasn't wrong. You know what I mean? Right, maybe. right, right. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm uh, glad everybody had a good weekend, man. Uh, we got news earlier. Uh, by the way, uh, Brian Westbrook's going to be joining us at 1. Can't wait to talk to B. West, man. Uh, he's got a new book out, children's book, which is killing it from what I hear. Yeah, doing yeah. really, really well. So we'll talk to B. West not only about that, Eagles, everything Eagles, everything Eagles running back situation, et cetera. So we'll hit, hit B. West at, uh, with all of that stuff, man. I can't wait for that. Uh, but we got news before the show. It was it was pretty early this morning, guys. I don't know, right. nine o'clock somewhere right. around there. Yeah. Uh, about the suspension with Deshaun Watson. So it, the way it breaks down is he gets six games, um, and that's uh, that. Whatever it was going to be was going to cause a huge stir. You, you know that. It comes down. It's six games. So a couple little odds and ends that I, you know, pulled from from this uh, regarding uh, his situation. Mm-hmm. So. That re- that equates to zero point one four percent of the two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed. Mm-hmm. He will lose none of his yeah none of his forty five million dollars signing bonus. Jeez, none, not a penny uh, of that. Um, he this will this suspension of six games will cost him three hundred and thirty three thousand dollars, yeah. basically. Um, Wait and per game, three no uh, total. Wait. No, I saw where it would be like three hundred forty-five thousand per game that he'll miss. Okay, you might be right. You might yeah. be right. Uh, he also settled three of the remaining civil suits, three yeah. of the four remaining civil suits. So there's still one out there. Judge Sue Robinson made the decision. The NFL has the option to appeal this. They have three days to do so. So they have right. to do it uh, by Wednesday, I guess, or whatever, to to appeal this thing. So all right, let, let's start with that. Let's start with that baseline. Um, Surprised it was only six, uh, and if so, how long should it have been? Which let's just get our reactions here. Let's bounce this thing around. Derek, you want to go first? Mm, surprised because everything I'd heard is that the league wanted a longer suspension. They wanted a full year, um, and there's and there's still scuttlebutt that they may appeal this. Now, Deshaun and his people said they will not appeal this, which is a smart move on their part. Yep. You get six they games. They did that preemptively, Gunner. Yeah, they, did. they did it last night, just an FYI. But you, yep. you, you get six games when you consider the magnitude of this story and the weight behind this story. You know what? You duck and run right away. You take that six games, you keep your mouth closed. Yep. Um, I'm a little bit surprised that it was that lenient, you know, uh, six games. I thought minimum, minimum. If I was a betting man, I would have said minimum half the season. 
you know, which would have been eight, nine games. Right. You know, and then and I would assume then Deshaun and his crew would try to to appeal that and get it reduced. But uh, where it sits right now, um, you know, the judge obviously after looking at all the facts, listening to all the witnesses, um, came to the conclusion that six games was enough to suffice. And I'm looking up and down the social media lines, and some people say he should be suspended indefinitely, uh, should not even be allowed to play this season. This is a travesty. It's a joke. Um, you know, I respect all their opinions. Um, but I'm sure the Cleveland Browns are thinking, okay, let's get this behind us and move forward. By losing six games, the Browns would still can be considered a – now, once he's up and running – it probably take him a couple of weeks to get back in rhythm. I don't care how much you practice. There's nothing like game game reps to, to really get in a rhythm. Um, I'm a little surprised that it was that lenient, the bottom line is, but, you know, it is what it is. And matter of fact, one of the final three women that settled was uh, the, one of the women who initially started this whole thing. Yep. So I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, I think they, he basically had paid out like 34, 35 women total. So let's just say each one got a million apiece. So that's like 33, 35 million. You take out the 3% he pays an agent. Um, that man's still sitting pretty financially. As you just said, none of his $45 million in guarantee uh, signing bonus will be touched. That man's sitting pretty, man. Uh, he he got off. He he got off pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good in this case, considering some of the ramifications that, uh, behind what, what could have been behind this. How about you, Big? Barry, you muted, bud. You muted. I'm, I'm thinking this should have been um, right around ten games, um, mm-hmm. ten to a whole entire season. Uh, where there's smoke, there's fire, and you know, six games. You know, that's that's you know that's 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 nothing. You know, compared to you know being you know in a position where you're the lead of the team. Um, you know, the NFL is looking at this like they need to just let it go. But I doubt seriously they're gonna let it go, just mm-hmm. to save face. They're gonna they're gonna try to re- appeal it. I, I really think they're gonna try to appeal it uh, and try to get more. But um, I want to just go on with this whole situation, but I also don't want the victims, you know, to just be forgotten. You know, this should be something that you know should, you know, be spoken about a little more. You know, after the fact that you know that you know after everything's done, I think they need to go in and see. How they could have stopped this? How they how they could have you know saw the signs? How you know how deep the organization of the the Houston um, organization is in this? And if they saw this predatory um, these predatory actions happening, you know while um you know while under their watch, you know they mean they they supplied the room for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, in a lot of cases. Yep. Yeah. So you yep. know I want I want to see if they get handed down, uh, you know some type of correction. Organizationally, you're saying that what, yeah, the organization that Houston, um, you know, and um, you know, he shouldn't be, you know, he shouldn't be the only person to get something, you know, that's uh, you know, as far as uh, being reprimanded, it should be Houston also. Yeah, no, listen, I I'm with you. So here's here's where I'm at, uh, Derek. I agree with you. I would th- I thought it would be minimal eight. They would try and appeal it down to six minimal. Yeah. Uh, Ten probably felt more likely, and then you get it down to eight, but. This is what this this judge. Now, there are a couple of things to keep just to keep it in context. Claims of twenty three women settled by by Watson. One still out there. Claims of thirty women settled by the Texans. To Barrett's point, uh, pattern. The, the Sue Robinson found a pattern of egregious behavior 
but then made a comment that they weren't non they, they were nonviolent. This is not nonviolent if this stuff happened. It's it's absurd it's that ridiculous. she would use that kind of language, okay? Um what does that even mean, nonviolent? Yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> I, I, it's it, I, frankly what? like it's that's it's sickening that 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 she would would put that out there that, and say it in those terms. I, I that's beyond. You talk about egregious. That's egregious. Okay? Right, right. Um, just just saying, you know, something like that. Look, th this is what it ultimately amounts to for me, guys. Is the NFL machine never gets slowed down? And what, here's what I mean by that. Other than, and I'm not, I'm not in any way, shape, or form being insensitive to the victims, but other than maybe their family members and a select few others, there isn't going to be any less people tuning into Browns games or tuning no. into tuning into NFL games or no. tuning into any of this. Okay, they will be tuning in at record rates again this year. Nothing stops this, and, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, anything that's in the way just kind of gets run over sure. uh, in the process, and that's what this feels like. I, th I think it was. I think it's awful. It's an awful message. It's an awful mm -hmm. way that the Browns structured this contract and the NFL allowed it that way because they knew he was going to get suspended. Mm -hmm. yeah, he gets other than all the you're right, Gunner, this the lawsuits and whatnot. But really, other than that, he doesn't get punished that badly in his no. pocketbook for this. Well, you, you look at people in our chat room and they bring up a good point. <clears throat> Calvin Ridley gets a year for betting, and Deshaun Watson gets six games. Take it a step further. Ah, da, da. Are you serious? The, DeAndre Hopkins gets six games, the same amount. Yeah. For PEDs. Yes. That exactly. Visitors. There is utter hypocrisy here, man. With the it's league. A, it's all, unbelievable. It, it's it really is absurd. It, it's it's bad, man. It's just well, it's a I, bad I, look. I'll say this. The league has not made their ruling yet. OK, True. this was a ruling made by a judge. An independent, you know, in, independent in, yeah. arbiter. Now, in the other in the other cases, uh, the one game suspension for Ridley, the Andre Hopkins getting the six games, those were league mandated true. decision so we still don't know how the league the league has what three days to correct to this yes so we still don't know what the league is thinking or what they're going to try to do considering that we consistently heard that the league wanted to suspend him much longer either indefinitely or for four year so we have to sit back and wait until what's today monday and tuesday Monday. we have to wait until friday basically until we find out exactly what the league is or is not going to do in this case. That's going to be interesting to see how the league responds to this. Yes. Yeah, I agree with you. I, look, I agree with you 100%. And it, it, it's it's a black eye. It's ugly, man. It's it, it's just a bad look on so many different levels. And, right. you know, the other part of this is that, that, that really Cleveland, for, for all the heat that they got for doing this, <clears throat> you know, it, it could really get off – you know, pretty scot-free. Like I, I'm not, yeah. this is nowhere near as important as what we're talking about with these, with these individuals, but they, they play Cleveland, the jets, the Steelers and the Falcons to start the season. Exactly. Like, That's, like I said, well, before two, man. <clears throat> absolutely. But when he comes back, you know, I got a feeling initially, um, you know, like you said, the NFL machine won't stop. Cleveland fans, uh, Cleveland fans are going to still go out in droves. Here's what's going to be happening, happen, and I think it's similar to the Michael Vick situation. You're going to have a group of people outside the stadium protesting the games, and you'll have a strong contingent of people, maybe small but strong, consistent contingent of people protesting with signs and stuff outside the games that he shouldn't be allowed to play. But if the Browns start winning, all of a sudden that strong contingent will dissipate because the Cleveland Browns are actually willing. And if Watson comes in there and does what we think he's capable of doing, and if he's as electric as we think he is and all this stuff, all of a sudden people are going to forget what he did 
because the team's winning. Right. Which is wrong, which which is wrong also. But let's face it, winning covers up a lot of things in professional sports. In sports, You're period, right. for that matter. Well, well, winning and and excellent play. In other words, yeah, nobody yeah, questions exactly. Deshaun Watson's ability. We know none of this right. is happening if he's a mediocre to bad quarterback. He's out of the league. Absolutely. You know? Right, right, right. You know, right. same thing with Ben Roethlisberger with some of the stuff that went down with him. I'm not saying they're exactly the same in the cases. I'm just saying, you know. You know, guy, get the six games over and get back out there, Ben. And here we go. I mean, that's with, unfortunately with, with, the way this this works a lot. With Ben, though, he got six games for one civil suit. Yes, correct. And here, Deshaun gets the same amount of games for like what twenty yeah. something civil well, suits. Jim Trotter of the NFL Network, I thought it was kind of interesting. You know, he said he tweeted out. I saw this a little right before the show. A reason I'm bringing it up. He said Watson is a great player who's done a lot of good in his community, but his behavior, allegedly reaching out to sixty plus women on social media for massages in a very short period of time, is so far outside the norm, and it's not a stretch to accept that some of these allegations have merit. That you know, that's mm-hmm. that's the thing to me, like. the number is so absurd. It's such a pattern of behavior that it's hard for me to just say, Hey, this was just one woman looking to get paid or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you hear a lot of that kind of like, you know, gold digger kind of stuff thrown out there and whatever. It's just, it's a, it's sad is what it is more than anything else. Well, you you know, you, 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 the the term gold digger is such an ugly term, but it's, it's somewhat of an eye opening um, entity when you consider one attorney was handling all these women, one attorney. So yeah. I didn't quite you know, understand that. That's, yeah, I I don't get that. No, I hear you. I hear See, you. You know, know, so he's getting paid. The women got paid. Now there's still one civil suit out there. Um, I, I just I just found that in, when this story surfaced initially, and one Houston attorney was handling all all these women, I'm thinking, wait a minute. Something's not right here. Now, did it, they all band together and come to a meeting of the minds and realize that, hey, we can get something out of this? Yeah. You know, uh, but. Yeah, this is like, you're right, Derek. There's so much that we don't know. There's so much here that we just don't know exactly what went down. I mean, there was, there weren't criminal charges brought about because there wasn't enough evidence, right? Right. But if you're hardcore that you're Mr. Innocent, then don't settle, man. Right. Don't settle with anybody. That's right. So I, it, it's just such a bad luck period. And, and, it, and it just felt, it just feels bad in, in general. I, we'll see. We'll see what the league does. I think he, Goodell will at least try to add two more games to this thing. Right, he'll probably right. go four and it'll get down to two and it'll be eight games, right? He'll probably try 10. It'll be knocked down to eight. Um, I, I guess the only way that you could really say that um, you can put some type of um, – um, enforcement on cleveland is to say the contract but they ratified the contract they they yeah, thought they it was okay to do it so right correct and um, they structured the contract to protect him a hundred percent they knew it was coming this year that's why the salary is what it is this year that's why there was a monster signing bonus that's why the next year's just blow up you, you know they, they absolutely 100 percent structured this thing knowing this was coming well i mean you know i mean Karma's a mug, man. You know, it karma is. is always going to come back on you, man. So, yep. I mean, you know, when it hits, it's going to hit hard, mm. just as hard as, you know, uh, everything that's happened. Um, Agreed. This young man hasn't played in the – he didn't play all of last year. He's been practicing, you know, thus far. Will he be able to go through camp? Will he be able to practice through camp, or does the mm-hmm. suspension start now? I want to know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I, the suspension I, starts when the first week of the season. So he'll yeah, be able they, to practice with the team. He, he He's practicing today, B. He's yeah, practicing yeah, today. Yeah. So, so he'll be able to practice the team all yep. the way up until 
the first game. The first so, game, yeah. I I assume he's going to take all those reps heading into it, and then his backup, you know, which is uh, what's his name from um, he he just came from Miami. Oh my goodness, why can I forget his name? Brissett. Brissett. You Jacoby yeah. Brissett. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett is the um, will be the interim guy for six weeks. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're he's going to have to get way more reps than your usual backup gets. There's just yes. no there's no two ways about it, man. Absolutely. You know? See, so, Rob, you, you mentioned you mentioned Cleveland's schedule, Carolina Jets, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, the first four. And then after that, you go Chargers, New England, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Miami, Buffalo, Tampa. So if it stands pat, Deshaun comes back at the perfect time because they've got a murderer's row of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven straight yep. against playoff contending teams. Yeah. You know, then they get a they get a mulligan with Houston. Then they come back in next three after that are Cincinnati, Baltimore, New Orleans. And that that Houston game is going to be obviously a weird emotional. game. Oh my too. goodness! And is that Houston also? Right, right. Oh my goodness! I know, I know, man. It's a. Uh, oh, it's the, you know what? Honestly, man, it, it's the thing. I sports is life. Life is sports. They intertwine. I but you you almost wish, and I, this is me just being irrational. This right. stuff you could just we could just stay in the toy department, man. I, it's just so heavy this stuff, and it's so you know sad. I, that's the only word I can keep getting back to. Anyway, well, but it just shows to everybody you know that that everybody's human. You know what I'm saying? And yep. you know, no matter how hard you know you you look, try to look at these athletes, like even myself, as people up here. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You'll always get knocked down to right here. That's why I've always been the same guy the whole way through my life. You know what I'm saying? What you see now is what you got when I was playing. And you know what I'm saying? And, and this you'll forever see this, man, because, I mean, it's ridiculous to put to put us up here, put guys up here. Yeah. And then when they become huge, human, it's like, oh, what, what are you talking about? So, I mean, it's, just, it's a hard lesson for a lot of people. Right, right on, man. But right I, on. I, I think lesson. this is another case, too, of NFL players – being treated differently and the message is still sent out to NFL players that, Hey, we can take care of this. We can get you yep. through this. How many times did Josh Gordon, how many times has he been suspended for what drugs? 70, and alcohol? Derek, he's messed like 70. I, I forget what the grand total. Somebody put it out there earlier, 70 something games due to a lot of it is, is okay. marijuana and fra- I mean, he did other stuff. He had DUIs and stuff, yes. but I'm saying he, it, there was, yeah, you're right. You're and right, right now he's with Kansas city, right? He, yeah, I believe, I believe he is so. still, still. Um, yeah. Who was the defensive lineman uh, who was playing for Dallas not too long ago? Who kept Randy getting, Gregory. no, no, no. Before Randy Gregory, it was another one. Uh, DN. Um, what the heck was his name? He's Alden not in the Smith. league anymore. Now. Alden Smith. Uh, it was Alden Smith. And there was one other one. How many chances did they get? What, what, what was that under domestic? abuse how many domestic abuse cases have we seen in the nfl yes now ray rice ray rice got the death penalty but so many more players um come back from from that you know from from domestic abuse no i hear you you, man and and look i i see that you know some of the stuff in the comment section and and, yeah certainly that is greg hardy that's his name greg hardy greg hardy yeah greg hardy that's you know some of it thought provoking some of it kind of frankly i see some of the stuff that it's it's concerning but whatever i mean that that, that's all good i get it i get where people are coming from everybody's going to have their opinions on this and you know, really, the bottom line is the the only ones, at least right now, who know what went down are Deshaun and those women. You know, frankly, and now, look at you. Look at Dominic Dabney. You look at his comments because a lot of look look at his comment because a lot of people are thinking the same way. Now think about what he what well, he Dominic, just put out there. Dominic Do, Dominic, Dominic yes. Dabney. Now think about that. 
Y'all thinking too hard about this. This case went through two courts and a federal female judge. There's no way something was there and nobody got anything. I I don't know about the nobody got anything. When you you have to bring a burden of, of, of proof when you're you know doing this criminally it's a little bit of a different story again i'll just again nothing may have happened it may this may all be a crazy coincidence that there were 70 some odd women that he that he you know tried to get massages from maybe that's what it was but that feels like a lot (laughs) barrett don't start barrett no maybe maybe it was i'm just saying yeah yeah, i mean the, the possibility of uh, i mean it you know those stars lining up and the moon being in the right place and and, you know the sun just I mean, it, it it in me could be. I mean, it. I, I I've been uh, just just from experience. I've been in positions where I've seen women um, uh, do shady stuff. You know what I'm saying? I remember one time I was at a club, uh, and my wife was pregnant. She's there with me, and a girl came up and 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 and, and touched me on my chest and was touching me on my chest and went up to my face. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, 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 back up for a minute. You know, if I yeah. did that to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't went to jail or something. Yeah, I hear you. And yep. then my wife got yep. up and she turns around. Oh, let me leave for I punch this pregnant bitch in her mouth. Right. That's what Ooh. she said. She yes. said that to your wife, this woman? She said it to me, and my wife is standing right next to me. Ooh. And when she turned around, she kind of put her hand in her face. And I before I knew it, you know, I blacked out. I grabbed her and put her up on the uh on the on the bar mm. and I caught myself. And I grabbed her, and then the bouncer came, got her, and escorted her out. And I'm sitting there like, man, that could be bad. Well, I get sued. Yeah. Yeah. I get sued the next two weeks. You know, two weeks later, I get, you know, papers that I'm getting sued. I'm like, oh, man. For what? She, yeah, that's what I'm saying. She's suing me, saying that I um, that I hurt her or whatever. I was like, all right, that's cool. We'll go to court for this. You know, I, I'm, we'll win this, no doubt. Because everybody was sitting there. Mm. And she had her three – she had three of her girlfriends with her. Right. And they were going to pro- – they were, they were going to, you know – go in and say that I did this and I did that. Well, how about this? A week before we go to court, she goes out of town. She goes to Mexico with, with her and her three girlfriends. She gets to Mexico, meets this dude, goes stays with the dude during the time they're in uh, Mexico. So they stay there for four days. She goes to stay with the dude for three of the days. Doesn't come back to the hotel. Doesn't pay her portion of the hotel fee because she stayed with the dude. Right. So the girls that were going to prosecute me or we're going to, uh, whatever you call it, yeah. uh, you know, go and, and say that I did that. They were like, no, nah, we're not going to court now. No, you're on your own now. Oh. She had she had nobody there. So she didn't even come to the court case. I mean, everything was cool. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, no, I hear you. But Who you knows? Know, I could have, I could have went a much different way. You know, exactly. You know I mean? The girl yeah. touched me. I hear you. And then said that yep. and kind of, you know, was going towards my wife with her hand. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm at fault for that, you know. So yeah. I mean, stuff like that happens. I hear you. I hear Bear, it happens. Bear, you know, Bear said he blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? You know. Oh boy. I mean, it's, it's, All right. Well, let, let let's uh man. let's end the segment on a on a note uh which is I I don't want to say better note because this person passed, but I, I let's pay a little tribute here. Bill Russell passed away mm. yesterday. Wow. Um, yep. At yep. the age of 88, and you want to talk about. Look, an accomplished human being. Let, let me just give you the basketball stuff. Then we'll get into to the real stuff that he did, but 11 time NBA champion. He won eight straight. Okay. Uh, he won two straight at, in, in college to close out his college mm-hmm. career at San Francisco. He won a fifth, 1956 gold medal. Keep in mind those 11 championships. He only played 13 years. Yep. Okay. Five time. <laughs> M- insane. Crazy. Five time <laughs> MVP, 12 time all-star 
He averaged almost 23 rebounds per game for his career. He was the first black head coach. He was the Medal of Freedom winner. Uh, he was a player coach and won a championship as a player coach, being the first black coach in the NBA. Mm -hmm. uh, was a guy who, when he came out of college in the late 50s, it, it was a much different world. I don't need to tell you guys this, okay? And when the stuff that he dealt with in a town like Boston, mm -hmm. which was rough, not to say that Philadelphia was great by any stretch. It wasn't. Right, right. But he dealt with a lot of really nasty stuff in his lifetime yeah, they're still dealing with it in, they're still dealing with it in, in uh, boston, boston yeah. yeah uh was never afraid to speak his mind uh championed a lot of causes a, a, a yep. ton of causes in the civil rights era um and was a guy who just went to bat for a lot of people who didn't have the voice that he had he used his platform to help people um and you know i, I some people say one of the greats in sports i'll say one of the greats and yes. just leave it at that you know, Absolutely. so anyway, I don't want to go on and on, but if you guys want to jump in, I mean, it was just an unbelievable I, human being. I just think that for all of his athletic accomplishments, it, it's it, it's not recognized enough the platform he stood on for racial injustice in America back in a very volatile time um, in, in American history. And, you know, obviously his success as a professional athlete gave him a platform and a louder voice. Uh, than most African-Americans at that time. But the fact that he took it upon himself, it didn't hurt that the man was almost seven feet tall. You know, that helps, you know, also. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, the fact that, you know, he 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 lived in a city which was just racially volatile um, at that time. And some of the stuff he still had to take when, when he traveled and when he played the game and, you know, and, you know, the, he wouldn't back down. You know, I give him kudos for not being one to back down. And, and, and standing for what he believed in, and he still came away recognized as one of the greatest to ever be a part of that particular fraternity. That's that's an incredible journey that man was on. Yeah, and, and think about you're 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 trying to play basketball with all of this stuff going on right, around you. Right. You're you're dealing with incidents that happened at his house. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously, oh, yeah. you know being pulled over, I mean, whatever, you name it. There were, it's death threats. You know, Hank Aaron dealt with a lot of oh, this. Yeah. Chasing the uh, yep. Babe Ruth's record for, for all-time home run leader. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the backdrop of all of this is he's playing at this level with all of this stuff going on in his personal life on top of it. Bro, that's that's unbelievable that he was able to get through that because I find myself at times, man, I I, I, I say I, I black out sometimes, man. So, I mean, just, just let alone uh, – you know, having to go through what he went through. I mean, it's ridiculous, man. And, you know, I, I can remember when it, um, I was listening to, to Kobe and he was getting interviewed. And uh, Kobe said, man, he said, um, you know, Kobe asked, well, how did you get through all this racism and everything, you know, being in that city and, you know, the city that didn't love you, but love what you brought them. You know what I'm saying? He was like, well, you know, it's not that he didn't hear it, you know, and, and forget about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He said he used it as fuel. He used that to just make him – even better than what he was. And and to me, that was that was kind of dynamic to me because I see it all the time. You know what I'm saying? I see not not necessarily the racism, but just everything as far as, you know, NFL players and you know, you know, we're supposed to be dumb. Like it's nothing dumb about me. You know what I'm saying? Even even with even though I noticed like a, a, a gradual progression of of you know me forgetting stuff, but I also use um the ability to go out there and read more to make sure I'm getting sharper also, you know what I'm saying? So for him to sit back and take that stuff and internalize it 
and not just forget about it. You know, he internalized it like, all right, yeah, I'm going to use this. It made him a better player in 11 championships later yeah. as a coach, mm-hmm. as a player, um, and being the man that he was on and off the field, man. That's just, you know, the, to me, it's, it's, it's unbelievable experience, unbelievable learning tool for myself, man, to help mm-hmm. me uh, in my everyday, you know, dealings with, you know, people in media. You know, oh, he's a dumb football player. Oh, oh. I got a master's degree in healthcare administration and finance. Mm-hmm. Can't be that dumb. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I can't be that dumb that I own three companies. I can't yeah. be that dumb. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. It's tough, yeah. man. It's tough. Look, well said, Barrett. And, you know, a giant of a man, I'm not even talking about stature, a giant of a human being, period, is what uh, what Bill Russell was. Yeah, right. That's what people wanted to say. Shut up and just shut up and play ball. Right, Showtime. You're absolutely right, man. Yeah. Th- th- those days are done. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're long gone. And, and anybody who wants that, you know what? Hit the bricks. You know, right. So, anyway. Um, but yeah, so I, I want to make sure we got that in early enough. Uh, you know, when he passed away yesterday, uh, certainly, you know, worthy. That's for sure. All right. Let's do this, guys. Let's step aside for a second. We'll come back. We're going to dive into the Eagles. Barrett, you mentioned you were there Saturday. Yeah. We got all ki- you were there Friday as well. And we got all kinds of reports from stuff that went down today at practice, uh, kind of just where things are, who's looking good. Mm-hmm who's struggling, what are we going overboard with, <laughs> like we always do. You know, we'll get into all that kind of stuff. Derek, you all right? You got the pensive look on your face, man. What's going on here? Oh, no, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in oh. perfect, I'm in a perfect right. world today, bro. Okay, yeah. okay, good. Yeah. All right. It's yeah. not me this time, everybody. It's not me. No, I, not I, I, me. Okay. No, Rob, Rob's no, seeing things. It's no, me. I'm listening. I'm listening. I, I always want, if you guys need to get something in before we hit it, I just want to give you guys the opportunity to get it in. So I, that was all. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening, and I'm, I'm absorbing right. the conversation. All right. You can't get to me today. I got you. All right, so be west at 1 o'clock. Little Phillies. Phillies got the brooms out, fellas. Got yep. the brooms out, so we'll do Phillies at uh, at one thirty. We got some cool NFL stuff that we're going to do at two o'clock as well um, that we'll get into. But we'll do all that. We'll start with Eagles practice today when we get back. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Monday. All right, I ran into him this weekend. I got to tell you about my guy Jim Murray at Principal Financial Group because he needs to be your guy too. I can tell you this from personal experience. It was a struggle for me trying to figure out what to do with my money, what to invest in, who to invest with, how to get myself set for retirement, how to help out, you know, later in life. All right. All those kind of things. And I found Jim and I, and I'm telling you that the, the rest is history. I feel like I am in the right hands and there's proof in the pudding, man, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review. If you have a small business, you're trying to help set up employee benefits, whatever the case may be, he can help you. And by the way, if you're not sure, you can reach out to him and give him a call and consult with him. I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollover to Jim. I couldn't be happier. Give him a call today, 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751. Or you can email him at murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's murray dot Jim at principal.com. Go for the polls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. 
Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. everybody welcome on back we are sports state jacob sports youtube network appreciate all of you hanging with us hit that like button let's get that rolling folks barrett brooks Derek gunn rob ellis with you on this monday all right guys so let's turn our sights to the eagles uh practice again today so we thought initially it would be a, a full pads day it was not it was a shell uh day today tomorrow will be full pads but they will not be tackling to the ground for the entirety of training camp um, which we'll get, we can get into all that, you know, in a second. I'll just give you initial thoughts from everything I've read from today who, who had people who had, you know, boots on the ground. Uh, apparently, Jordan Davis had himself a day today um, and was, you know, moved around a little bit on the nose, but wherever he was, making really athletic plays for a gigantic human being, which, hey, by the way, he says his weight is right where the Eagles wanted him. They wanted him between 330 and 340. He's absolutely there, he said. Uh, but, Look, I mean, anytime your first round pick is is showing out a little bit, I know it's only shells and all that, but it's a good sign, man. He, he's looking good. He's looking agile. Uh, you muted, muted back. As he should be. He's uh, he's he's um, he's 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 not in any pad. So when I mean, you can move around like that, now when the pads come on, he's still doing it, and which mm-hmm. I still think he can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, then we'll really see. But when you don't have any pads on, it's tough to really get a sense on what's going on in in, in, in that line, you know, with line play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I hear a lot of people, you know, and I, I'm just, you know, I was, I was just texting back, texting back and forth with uh with with, with um, Coach Marcus, you know, and and he's like, man, I'm so tired of these these training camp updates as far as yeah. passing completions yeah. and all that stuff, you know, and you know who's winning the day. When I when I watch film and I mean and when I watch practice, I can't get a sense on what's going on really until you put pads on. Now I'll say this: it's easier for the the the, the specialist guys, you know, the receivers and you know tight ends and cornerbacks and linebackers to go through and do do seven on seven and things like that. It's easier to get a sense on where the quarterback's progression is, what the defense as far as how they're going to run things. You can get a beat on that, but you can't get a beat up on front because when I see up front, I see guys getting blocked. <laughs> I see guys there that are making plays. You know what I'm saying? So when they say, all right, the offense is doing this, and the offense had a great day to, and, and the defense um, had a bad day or the bad, defense had a bad day, offense had a great day. If you put things in perspective and really look at it, it takes the offense about two, two and a half weeks to catch up with the defense. It's easier, just easier to play um, defense than it is to play offense. You know, you could freestyle on defense, but you can't freestyle on offense. Offense is, is, is such a beast that you have to make sure you have 11 guys playing in concert. There can't be one person that doesn't do their job or the whole play looks like it doesn't work. And when I'm looking at practice, I'm seeing things that are working. I'm seeing route combinations that are working. But you might have one player or one guy, and it looks like, oh, the quarterback had threw a bad pass or he got, you know, intercepted. Yeah, that's all relative to, you know, what's going on out there. And that's just guys playing two-hand touch. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Actually, well, what I, I see I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Barry. Finish your point. Sorry. No, would you go? Go what you say? I was just going to say. So the reaction. I know you, Friday when you you were on. We were on Friday and you were there that day and you said basically like, you, you know, Hurts didn't look nearly as bad as people are making this out to be. Not even close. The, the, the same reports came out from um, from Saturday as well, and, and basically over the weekend, more sort of general stuff. But so uh, same thing Saturday. Your impressions? Same thing Saturday. Okay. Although the the interceptions were bad interceptions. Okay. He threw it too late, but he had, you know, he had a guy in his his face. They brought a blitz that the offense couldn't pick up. He wanted to get it out of his hands, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can't throw that Aaron pass, and he's got to learn from that. It's got to be a learned experience from him. But when I watched the offensive line play, the defensive line play, well, I'm kind of worried then with the with the defensive line because when I'm watching run plays, I'm seeing things open up. I'm seeing the offensive line putting a hat on a hat, drive blocking guys, opening the holes. The schemes are running to perfection. I mean, the running backs are untouched until they get to the second level. So if there's anything, if I'm gonna be, you know, kind of, um, you know, kind of look at it sideways, like, oh, I see a problem. Is it's probably um, run stopping for the defense. Really? They're looking okay. quick. They're looking fast, but they're also looking small. You know what I'm saying? And those big guys up front are moving them around. I'm seeing running backs hitting hitting the second level before they're getting touched. Hmm. And uh, you know, so. You just got to watch what you see and don't necessarily take everything that these guys are saying is, is law, you know, come on, man. You know, right. it's, it's, <sighs> it's not a, per, it's not a perfect, um, it's not a perfect system. 
We understand that there's no perfect players. We understand that also. But it's not as bad as, as what people are saying. Haven't I been saying that for years? That's, oh, why I've, that's why I've always told you I don't get too hyped. I don't get too low when it comes to who makes spectacular catches, who's pal driving somebody off a ball. Because in this case, in the modern era of football as we know it now, they're not really they're not really going full for. I mean, they are off the snap, but they're letting up. You know, there's no pass. Players don't want to get hurt. Players trying to earn that money, earn the bonuses in their in, in their clauses, their contract clauses as well. Nobody's out there trying to get hurt. Now you're gonna have injuries. It's just some things you 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 can't avoid. You're gonna have an ankle somewhere. You're gonna have a hamstring. You might, you know, God forbid, you're gonna have an Achilles somewhere. It's just the nature of the beast when you have 22 bodies out there going in 22 different directions. It's just the nature of the beast. But I, I don't, I don't get too caught up. Like when when Barrett was talking about their offensive line driving a defensive line off the ball, okay. Um, then all of a sudden it, it, it's it's control, and after a certain point, both sides are letting up, you know. Yep. So it's, it's not like you're going full tilt, you know, 20 yards down the field. You know, when the receiver makes a spectacular catch, a DB gets an interception, a lot of times the DB knows where the play is. The wide receiver making a spectacular catch in a lot of cases is not being challenged to the nth degree like you would mm -hmm. in a regular season game with guys fighting for jobs, fighting yep. to not be put on somebody's highlight reel. So the whole complexion of the game in general changes once you kick off that season for real. Now, obviously, from a coaching perspective, especially with the limited amount of reps, preseason games, and in most cases, teams are getting away from tackling to the ground, which I think is wrong because tackling in the NFL today is atrocious in a lot of ways, especially when it comes to the secondary. It just drives me nuts when I see DBs and even linebackers trying to grab a big man up around the shoulders. You are always taught to hit lower. Put your helmet or your shoulder in his waist or his chest. And all you see is these guys trying to grab people by the shoulders, even wide receivers. These wide receivers are much bigger, much stronger nowadays. Running backs, much bigger, much stronger. You grab you grab a man by the shoulder who's got full speed, and you're trying to grab him from an angle, you're automatically giving him an extra two to five, six yards. And in some cases, he's going to shake that tackle because your momentum's going this way, his is going this way, and all he has to do is shake his shoulder pads. You fall off, he could take it to the house. So, so I, the, the fact that they don't tackle anymore in, in training camp, it yeah. drives me crazy. Yeah, I mean, look, guys, they better start well. They better yep. start well. And they better stay healthy or else there's going to be hell to pay. I mean, they come out and they look really sloppy in that Detroit game. You know, people are going to go off if they're not tackling properly, if there's, you know, false starts, if there's, uh, you know, pick plays that are, they're getting called for like they did a ton last year. Nick Sirianni is going to hear it, man. I mean, Howie, Nick, everybody who's involved in this decision-making is going to hear it for sure. Barrett, let yep. me ask you though, what what can you take away in the really early goings of this? Is there is there anything where that you that analytically that you say to yourself, all right, I like, I don't like, this is this could translate, or is it just way too early for that? No, no, all this stuff can translate. You know what I'm saying? Just okay. because I'm I'm picking them apart as far as um, you know, you you don't get a real sense of what's going on. You're still getting a lot done. Okay. Um, what I do see is this is I mean, a hundred percent better than what I saw last year. At this point, I mean, they're they're collectively, you're saying collectively. Yes, collective. they're more advanced now than they were. I mean, you, you really didn't know what the hell was going on last year. Now you see there's a sense of purpose. Everything is done with a purpose. So I had some I had some reservation about, all right, how can they practice for 58 minutes? How can they practice for an hour and 30 minutes? Like 
um, Saturday was 90 minutes. Practice was okay. 90 minutes. On Friday was uh, – um, Minute 15, was, I think. Minute 15, yeah. Mm-hmm. An hour 15. That hour. Hour. Minute 15 would be really <laughs> quick. <laughs> but, you know, the, the amount of, of – the amount of execution they were able to go out there and do was, 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 was tremendous, man. Everybody's running around. Everybody's moving with purpose. The practice is like this. And the reason it's so short because they're executing very, very well. They know where they're supposed to be, how they're supposed to be there. They're not mean. It was a lot of times last year that they had to stop, get guys lined up in formation. Guys know exactly where they're supposed to be, how they're supposed to run routes. It wasn't a lot of teaching on the field because they didn't make a lot of mistakes on the field. Uh, to to really um, all right, you should you should have been five feet out farther, or you should have been a foot inside more, or you didn't line up here, you didn't line up there. You all that stuff was, I mean, more advanced than I've ever seen them. I mean, they were right where they're supposed to be, how they're supposed to do it, and you could tell that they were bringing the young guys along with them. They were lining up where they're there. That's that's half the battle, knowing where to go, and what to do when you get there, is half the battle. Yeah, I mean. And- they knew exactly what they're supposed to do. So to me, they're much more advanced than they were last year. So practice, I'm not worried about practice anymore because they get so much done in a small amount of time that I was I was shocked. I was very surprised on how much they were able to accomplish. I, I will say that's what they keep saying. Like anytime this is brought up, Sirianni, the assistants, the players will tell you, don't necessarily look at the numbers of how long this is. Look at what we're doing. There's very little yes. wasted time. You know, this is – this is a filet mignon. There's not a lot of fat on it, and, and there's not a lot of waste of time. And great also, way, that's a great analogy right there, bro. That was that was amazing right there. Yes, yeah, filet and, mignon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm copywriting that, Barry. I'll have my filet shirt tomorrow. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and they also tell you these walkthroughs are no joke. Like, everybody just assumes the walkthrough is, you know, guys, yeah, go go deep, you know, whatever, half paying attention. Like, these are, from what they're saying, pretty high intensity level. You, you know, we're, we don't yes, have – there's no media access to those, so – there was a sprint. We we did the same thing. Um, we did the same thing, and they're sprint throughs. They're not really walk through. When they say a walk through, they're still blocking. They're still following with their footstep uh, footwork. They're still mm-hmm. still following route combinations. They're Technique. still covering. Yeah. But th- what they could do in these, you know, in these in these in these walk throughs is like, hey, coach, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Now watch this. Now you see the, the receiver cut it off at twelve. I thought he was going to go fifteen. That's why I did this. How can I combat this? Do this. You know, that's they they're talking like that while they're in these uh walkthroughs. So the players are getting a lot out of it because they can ask questions, they can see what's going on. Coaches can stop things and and coach it from that vantage point. So when they do line it up and get in practice, they're more efficient at it because they walked through it before. I mean, those are all things you know that that's gonna help this team out. Um, you know, just 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 watching um how the DBs are reacting with with the uh with with the receivers. Man, you know, iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. They are going at it. But at the end of the play, good, bad, or indifferent, they're helping each other up. They're talking to each other about what the, what this guy saw, what that guy saw. They are getting better as a team. So I'm more confident now than I was, I was even, even before, you know, after, after the draft. I'm confident okay. now because I see the results of it out there on the field. Mm-hmm. I see it. You know, and it is, it's, it's easier for me to be feel more comfortable about them going into this season. Now, they still need reps, you know, because there's things that you you can't you can't simulate by the way they're practicing right now. And one of those things is office alignment, taking that one or two or three extra steps to finish a block, 
finishing a block. How do you learn how to finish a block? You learn how to finish a block by finishing the block, hmm. by driving a guy into the ground. You know, you got, you know, once you hit the contact, now when they hit the contact, they kind of slow down a little bit because they don't want to hurt each other. Mm-hmm. But how do you get used to hitting contact and then driving through and finishing the play? That's a whole different feeling from what they're doing right now. So I don't want them to get into the game and start hitting and think the block is over with. When right. you hit somebody, that's when it all begins. Mm-hmm. Once you get there, that's when the action happens. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. when you start making, you know, things happen. And you got to practice through that. Just like DBs stopping wide receivers. You know what I'm saying? What you yeah. going through the tackle, executing, you know, knocking a ball down, stripping, all that type of stuff. Quarterbacks going through progression. A guy pulls up, you know, and 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 you got the, you know, the offensive line falling in your face. And you're just trying to follow through. You can't follow through because I mean, those are all things you learn during game competition. You're not getting that right now. So how do you how do you simulate that without doing it? You can't do it. Well, at least the good thing is. When you talk about the offensive line uh, drive blocking and then all of a sudden letting up, you know, too soon, is the fact that most of these guys that will be counted on this season, outside of Jurgens, they understand what is expected of them under, um, you know, Stoutland because they've played for him at least a year, so they not understand. Right. So it's not like this has to be uh, driven into their heads. You know, once that green light goes on and the engines start revving. And you're out of the gate, come you know, kick off of the season. At least these guys know, especially the the, the pro bowlers that are in the trenches and the guys who are the regulars, the, the Dickersons, the Mulattas, Lane Johnson, Kelsey. They all know this is what Stoutland expects of us. That you all you will automatically see Kelsey running 18 yards down the field after that initial block to try to open a take take out a second level guy from Miles Sanders, whoever's running the football. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. And by the way. I- I see you guys in the chat section with the cup. You guys are crazy. Like Fitness Rebel has me drinking over whiskey out of this four. thing. Yeah, yeah we got over unders <laughs> on sips. You guys are nuts, man. I love it, but you guys are freaking crazy. Um, so Barrett, a couple things. Uh, I just wanted to throw this to all you guys today. Dick Vermeil was on hand today. Jeffrey Lurie was on hand today. Uh, Grant Calcaterra, the the uh, late round tight end draft pick, uh, is bothered by a hamstring. They don't think it's anything major, so he was sitting out today. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of where we're at. That's it, it's, I saw, I take it for what it's worth. Minshew's having a really tough camp so far, according to people. How real is that? I don't know. But, yeah, oh, be careful. Be careful how you word that. You never I know. know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna, the, the wolves are starting out there to the, the, the oh, smell the blood. They do. The social, like media, the social media wolves. wolves. That oh, they yeah. do. That they, they come do. Out of, yeah. Come out of hiding. I know, man. All right. So, go ahead. Go ahead, back. Finish off. I, I, I just, uh, I, I just love the fact that you know that. Um, I, I hate to say it like this, but fake news. The fake news that we have in our city, man, is unbelievable. Well, I, it just shows you. Like, can you imagine? You're at a Sixers training camp, and uh, you know, and Bede misses the uh, two out of three threes that he takes, and it's like, and Bede's not shooting well, man. Like, what this, <laughs> what's this going to mean for the season? Yeah, it's like we're. It just shows you the obsession with the Eagles, with football in general. And it goes back to some of the stuff we were talking about in the last segment, but it's, it really, it, we are so, I mean, we're going to find ways to glean really meaningful stuff out of these preseason games. I guarantee you, even though there's no starters play, like it's, it's just the way it is now, man. It's, it's crazy right now. I can't wait to break down. Uh, Eagle Eagles jets. Kyoto Wusaka. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we'll step aside. We'll come back. Brian Westbrook. Don't go anywhere. We'll continue with the Eagles discussion. Brian's new uh, excursion that he's got going on with his uh, his uh, children's book, which I hear is unbelievable. 
We'll do that. Little Phillies later, little NFL discussion, including your favorite wide receiver QB combo in the NFL. We will do that as well. So don't move. We got you, man, on this beautiful Monday. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, I want to tell you about ProAction Restoration. ProAction Restoration, you're saying to yourself, all right, what is ProAction? Well, here's what they do. Here's the service that they provide. If you have a home, you have a business or a property that you own, and you've experienced water, fire, smoke, mold remediation, God forbid if it hasn't happened and it does happen, you want to be ready as well. They're on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. I called them on a Saturday. They were over there promptly cleaned up what was a major mess they were clean they were professional and the price was reasonable trust me there are a lot of other businesses out there that aren't on the same level as pro action all right and they are licensed bonded fully insured they've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades pro action will work in conjunction with your insurance company so it could be water could be fire could be smoke could be mold remediation could be something else if you're not really sure Give them a call. They can handle it. 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760. Or you can reach out online at ProActionRestoration.com, ProActionRestoration.com. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears.
Uh, welcome back in, everybody. Hope you're doing well out there. Rob Ellis, Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn on this Monday. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Tell a friend, smash that like button. Uh, talking a lot of birds in the early going. We'll be joined uh, momentarily by Brian Westbrook. We've been talking about Barrett, uh, his reviews of what practice looked like on Friday and Saturday. They're back at it again today. Tomorrow will be full pads. Today was uh, was shells. Um you know, fundamental kind of stuff that we were going through and what this looks like, you know, it's amazing guys. When you look at it from a schedule standpoint, um, you know, we're, we're now in the month of August, which is hard enough to fathom right in and of itself. But then you look at the schedule and just how close we're getting to this stuff. I mean, they're 11 days away from their first preseason game that, you know, they're a month and we 10 got days away from Thursday, the first game. Bro. Yeah, I know there's, there is an NFL game, the hall of fame game, is is what the Jags and the yeah. Raiders is this Thursday. It's unbelievable. It really is. How quickly it goes, man. It is crazy. What do you guys you guys you guys get a sense that um you guys get a sense that um uh does gonna play a starting quarterback? Ooh. Um I think so. I think he will. I think he'll get two series. You're muted. I think yeah, he gets two I, series. Yeah, I was I'm up with Rob. I think he gets one or two series. Okay. Um, just to get acclimated to Doug's way of doing things. Right, right, right. You know, and then they're going to get him out of there. And then the second game, he might get a half. I don't know if he'd even play the third game, to be honest. Nick didn't. Um, Nick didn't play um, Hurts at all, right? Last year. Yeah. Not at all. He did not. No. Yeah. No. So I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fascinating. We'll it really is. Yeah. It's gonna be exciting. All right, look look who we have, man. Not only. Great player, great analyst. Let's add author into the mix now. Yes, the man yes, who is worthy. Co- yes, co-author, the mouse who played football, the one and only B. West, Brian Westbrook. What's up, Brian? Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon. Sorry that I'm late. I had an autograph signing for our book. Uh, the mouse who played football right here, and I was running a little late. I apologize to you guys, bro. That's hey, man. great, man. You know, you man, that's yeah, awesome, dude. Yeah. We're happy for you, man. So, so tell us about you know the book and how what made you want to write this. I know you co-authored it with Leslie Van Arsdale, uh, Philadelphia folks make know her from CBS three and KYW. Just give us a little little background of what got you to this point, and and here we are. What about two years ago? Leslie called me and said, "Listen, I have a great idea for a book." It's loosely, uh, you know, just loosely related to you. It's loosely related and kind of created around your life. The things that have happened, uh, the adversity that you face, the doubt that you face uh, to become a football player in the NFL, from high school to college to the NFL. And I wanted to talk to you about the idea. Of course, her husband, Mark Meany, uh, you know, is a Villanova grad, someone that I admired for a long time, worked with for a long time. And so I took the call and we talked about her vision, talked about the book. And most importantly, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a young dad. I'm, I have three kids, nine, five, and three, Bria, Brian, and Brielle. And so every night I'm reading kids' books to them. Most of them have a meaning. Most of them have something at the end that says, listen, this is what we're trying to teach you. This is what we want you to learn. And as you continue to read those books, you're like, hey, you know, as a parent, you guys all know, you can talk to your kids until you're blue in the face about something. And it's not until someone else tells them that they really get it, right? It's not yeah. until in the book, it's like, oh, that's what you mean. And you're like, uh, right. that for the last five years, right? And so um, 
I, I just felt like this was the right time to do it. If, if Leslie would have came to me 20 years ago when I was 22, this that absolutely would not have been the right time. This is the right time because this book is about meaning. It's about saying, you know, people have this thought that you're going to be here. And if your expectation and your thought is that you're going to be up here, then follow your thought. Follow your gut. Don't listen to other people's opinion. Don't listen to other people's thoughts. This is about what you want to do, how successful you want to be in life. And if you do that, uh, you'll be right where you want to be. And that's what this book is all about. And, you know, it's been a long process for us, mm -hmm. two-year process, but we've enjoyed it every step of the way. So, so B. West, going along in life, high school, college, pros, how much did you use the lack of height, so to speak, as that proverbial chip on your shoulders to excel and to continuously prove people wrong? Who said lack of height? Did I say lack of height? Come on, Goddard. What are you trying look, to do, man? The book, what? Look, you said the book. Hold up. I'm I got a copy of the book. Look, look. What? With I'm almost six foot. With platform, with platform shoes off from the uh, 90, you might be six feet. No, you know, so I, I think, yeah. you know, over the course of my journey, people, and I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. Went to the Senior Bowl, and, uh, you know, the coach was like, listen, you're going to be a third down back. That's all you're going to be. You're going to be mm. a special teamers. That's all you're going to be. And my expectation was much different. My thought process was much different of what I wanted to be in the NFL. And that happened to me continuously throughout my career. You're not big enough to do this. You're not, you're mm -hmm. not strong enough to do that. You're not fast enough to be this. And if my thought process differed from that, it was up to me. It was up to my hard work. It was up to my determination, my skill set to be able to make a difference. And when you talk about adding chips on the shoulder, those were just another opportunity for me to say, okay, cool. You don't think I can do it? Boom, I'm going to prove you wrong. That's my purpose. That's what I want to do. And, you know, this book kind of outlines some of those things. And even when Stump Mitchell said to me at the Senior Bowl in the All-Star game that you're only going to be playing on third down and no special teams, I was like, what are you talking about? And, and quite honestly, I've, I've seen Stump Mitchell a million times throughout my nine-year career, and he's always trying to engage. But it's, it's been that short conversation that we had before that All-Star game that never allowed me to have a – a, a, a liking to stuff Mitchell only because I thought that I wanted to be a regular every down running back. Mm -hmm. That was my goal. And he didn't want to give me the opportunity based upon what he heard. And I didn't think that was fair. I didn't think that was right. And that's what we kind of talk about in this book. Mm -hmm. People are going to have expectations. They're going to have thought processes about you. And again, you don't have to listen to any of that. Where you're going to go in life depends on what you want to do, how hard that's you right. want to work and what that's you want right. to get. Hey, can, can, I point, can I point out the irony that Stump Mitchell is the guy telling you that? Exactly. I mean, really? I'm trying to keep if, from laughing when he like, says Stump Mitchell. If, yeah. if it was some like behemoth, gigantic running back I'm, or former running back, I might buy it. But right. Stump's telling me this? Like, really, dude? You should be with me here. Like, you had a great career. And just remember, now, this is an all-star game. Just imagine going to a basketball all-star game and your son plays, you know, two minutes. I'm like, hold on, time out. This is an all-star game so that I can show that I'm yeah. good and, you know, I've been battling all week long in the practices and things like that. Then come game time, he's like, yeah, no, nah, we're not even going to put you in cool. so that you can at least show that you have potential. And I was disappointed. But, again, that was a situation that allowed me to build that, that thought process like it's us against the world. You know, you know the yeah. Eagles thought process a few years back? Mm -hmm. It's us against the world. That mm -hmm. chip on your shoulder, no one likes you, no one respects you. Now you got to go out there and earn it. That's the thought process I've carried throughout my career. Um, and, and that's something that we wanted to put in this book, because remember, there's a lot of other kids that go through that same thing, whether it's their height or whether you're not smart enough, whether you're not fast enough, all the different things you go through with sports. 
but also all the other things you go through with life, period. And those are the things that I, messages that I want to give to my children. Those are the types of messages that I want to give to others. And Leslie has two beautiful little boys. Those are the messages that she wanted to share with her sons as well. Well, it's cool, man. You know, first, first off, I want to say I appreciate you, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I call you a friend. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate you, man. But, you know, you, you showed me the way also. I, I've been thinking about writing a um, – a, uh, a a children's book also, and and it just 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 put things in perspective. Stump Mitchell was going to part probably be a part of it because I got my first pair of roofs from Stump Mitchell from Vasikahema giving me you know going bring me in the locker room, and Stump is the one that gave me the shoes because I wore I wore a size twelve at the time. I was twelve years I was eleven years old. I wore a size twelve, and he wore a size twelve, and you know because Vi, Vi was like a size ten or something like that. I couldn't fit his. But I got my first pair of rules from Stump Mitchell. So, I mean, I just said, just, you know, just put things in perspective with me, man. But I can remember you talking about this book. You told me about a year ago, a year and a half ago about you were writing a book. You were thinking about writing a book and you think you're going to go ahead and go with it. I was like, man, if you can do it, man, big ups to you. So now I see that you've done it. Now I can go do it now, man. So I appreciate you, you know what I'm saying, for, for giving me now. Um, you know, the okay that I oh, I know I can do it now, man. I appreciate that, bro. You know, you know what's ironic? I mean, of course, you're, you're a friend, of, we've known each other for a long time. But some of the lessons that we learned in this game, right? In order to survive in this, this league, it's about grown men, it's about being a professional, it's about being accountable, being on time, uh, uh, not making the same mistake twice. We, we've learned so many messages that our children need to know. Yes. Need to know not to be a professional football player because this has nothing to do. This book has nothing to do about being a professional football player. This has lessons about everyday life. This has mm -hmm. lessons that we need our children to understand whether they play sports, whether they go to or they're academic, whether they want to be a carpenter, whether they want to be a lawyer, whatever you want to do. These are important lessons, lessons that we've learned along the way that I learned along the way. And being when you talk about your book, I'm sure it would be include lessons that you learned along the way that are critical for the growth and development of our young kids. And no really question. Thought about where, you know, Leslie and I talk about it all the time. We want to give back to our children, right? We want to give back and leave a legacy for our kids. The reason why, you know, we, we made a kid's book is because we think our kids are so important and our future is so important. But the other part is this, 50% of the proceeds of this book will go directly to a charity to help empower young mm -hmm. children. Mm -hmm. To get wow. the ability and to understand that you have the access to be anything in the world. Our children so many times go through lives and say, I can only be this. They go through lives with blinders on, right? And I want our mm -hmm. kids to understand that you don't have to go through life with blinders on. You can go through life with the with a clear view that you can be anything in the world that you mm -hmm. possibly are willing to work hard for, you're willing to uh, sacrifice for, and you're determined to be able to do. We want to give back to them. That's why 50% other proceeds from this book will go directly to children's charity. And that's why the messages in this book are all based upon children, really adults too. But, you know, we're, we're just trying to help, you know, and at the end of the day, that's what one of our biggest goals were. And when we, ah, nah, nah. That's amazing. Hey, hey Brian, amazing. we are, we, we consider ourselves our own worst critics, whether you're an artist, musician, journalist, athlete, whatever the case may be. So now that you've had a time is to sit back and really read, study, analyze the book in its final publication. You know, did you come away saying I'm thoroughly satisfied with what was published or did you look at it and say, I wish I'd included this or I wish this might've been worded just a little bit differently? You know, when I look at the book, Mr. Tom illustrated it. I mean, he just did a, a wonderful job of the pictures, mm -hmm. 
again, creativity for the kids so they can use their imagination. You, you know, the, the hard part with the children's book is that, I don't know, we were 15, 20 pages, whatever the amount of pages are. Mm-hmm. You know, there are so many lessons that you want to put in there mm-hmm. that you can't include everything. You can't say, hey, I got a 200-page a, a children's book. That makes no sense. I have to be able to read this to the kids in 10, 15 minutes at nighttime. Mm-hmm. There are so many things that we want to put in here. And it just gets your mind starting to think that maybe this is a children's series. Maybe right. this is the mouse who played football, but also the mouse that this is someone someone on Twitter told me this. What about the mouse that took a knee on the one yard line? What about that? Or the mouse that wow, yeah, the mouse that had a pump return. And again, it's not about the individual mouse, it's right. about the team aspect of everything. And everything that we do, like your TV show, you guys' podcast, things like that, this is a team. This is us against the world. This is us trying to prove ourselves and be able to do all the things that we dream to accomplish. That's mm-hmm. what it's all about. B. West, let me let me ask you a little uh, little birds just to kind of jump around a little bit here. Much of the talk here in the city has been about the length of practices, right? And and Barrett's been down there a couple of days. He's made it a point to say. They get a lot done in that short period of time. Don't get nuts with how long it goes. But I'm just curious as a guy, you know, you had Andy, a lot more hardcore than what goes on now. Where, where do you stand with this? Hey, listen, if you can get the work done um, in the whatever hour and a half, hour, 15 minutes, hour, 45 minutes, then do it. Get it done and get off the field. You know, I was a part of a, a, an era that we had, we had, Andy had no problem standing out there for three hours <laughs> on, on, on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> Pennsylvania, he had no problem doing that. You know, I'm 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 an efficiency type of guy. If we can find a way to make breaks shorter, to make these sessions shorter, to make sure guys get the work in and then get off their feet, I'm absolutely for that. The most important part to that, Rob, is get your work in. If you don't get your work in, then we we're then we're we're spinning our wheels. If you can get your work in and allow the guys some rest period, then I'm absolutely for that. You know, I, I am the old school minded that you got to do this, you got to do that. But at the same time, I mean, if we can do it quicker and more efficiently, let's do it that way. Nice. nice. You know, Sirianni's camp and, and I'm sure others around the league have already said that they're not going to tackle to the ground. Do you think, do you think training camp needs, they need to include that tackling to the ground to get your body and your mind where it needs to be before you kick off the regular season? I'll tell you a quick story. So we, we always have free agents coming in. And most places in the NFL, even when I was playing, they rarely tackle to the ground. Andy Reid believed in it. He was like, ones versus two, we're tackling to the ground a period yeah. or two every single day. And when guys would come from other teams to the Eagles, they were shocked at the amount of the physical, the physicalness, the physicality of our practices. They're like, what are we doing? We're beating up each other. And, and to that point, there were times at the start of the season and we were banged up just to start the season because of what we went through um, during August and training camp like that, to the point, I I would dare to venture our record in September wasn't as good as it probably should have been because a lot of guys are still banged up recovering from from training camp. And so I I do believe you have to have a certain level of physicality. Do I want my guys beat up going into the season? Absolutely not. And so if there's a fine line between that, that's where you want to live. But, I mean, how do you practice getting tackled? How do you practice – punching somebody in the face if you're an offensive yeah. lineman or defensive lineman or a linebacker tackling if you never do it in practice. Right. And if, if, I, I guess in the, when you think about the big scheme of things, if everyone's doing it, meaning not really tackling to the ground, everyone in the league is not going to be very good at tackling, and it'll get better as, as things go on. But the coaches have said they're willing 
to sacrifice missed tackles and, you know, the, the right fits of your offensive lineman, defensive lineman for the ability to say we have healthy guys. And right. if you have a healthy football team, you're going to win an awful lot of games. So I, I do kind of understand that as well. Well, let me ask you this, man. Looking at um, just looking at how this team is constructed right now and going to this season, I think the least, the very least, the quarterback needs at least two series of real game type situational football. He's not going to get it because he didn't play at all last year, and they just they were just learning Jalen Hurts. Do you see them doing it again this year, or do you see them get, at least getting a, a, a series or two this 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 season? You know, with only three preseason games. You know, I think there's no way that he's going to play in the preseason. They didn't play him last year, and mm. last year he he probably needed much more than this year. They didn't know who the heck Jalen Hurst was as right. a player last year, and I, I, I to some some point, I still think that 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 belief is still there. They're not 100 percent sure who this new. Jalen Hurts is going to be, but they didn't do it last year. Nick Sirianni has his belief the same way the Big Red had his belief. We're going to practice hard. We're going to tackle to the ground. We're going to do all this stuff. That was his belief. Nick Sirianni is a younger coach. He believes that these joint practices are much more important. We didn't have the joint practices back in the day. Not really, no. Big time importance on these joint practices and in order for him to get the best out of his guys, he's going to make sure he goes hard during those practices and that's more important than a game. And he's able to control it more, more, more importantly than, than what you can do in the game. And so I don't see Jalen Hurts playing in the preseason at all. And quite mm-hmm. honestly, if my quarterback is not playing, then Devontae Smith probably ain't going to play in my mind. AJ, I mean, there's just a list of players that I wouldn't want out there if my quarterback's not going to play either. So, um, you know, that, that's just the way things go. And again, the emphasis is on these joint practices for this coaching staff. Yeah. And the other complication, Brian, if, you, if you're, Thinking about putting Hertz out there, you better have your starting offensive lineman out there because you, you you have twos or threes in there, and he gets lit up by one of those opposing defensive players. Man, hell breaks loose then. You know, one of my fears, and I played just a little bit my rookie year with the starting offensive uh, with Donovan, mm-hmm. and one of my biggest fears why I studied so hard was because I didn't want to be the guy that gave up a sack <laughs> for Donovan McNabb in the preseason. That's a guaranteed way to never be on the field again, right? So um, that was one of my biggest fears. How do I not give up a sack, especially with Donovan back there early on in my career? It's super important, Rob. That's a great point that if if, if you don't have your starting O-line out there, especially Jason Kelsey directing, making sure everyone's in the right right place at the right time, you definitely can't have your starting quarterback out there. So it it, it probably follows and makes sense at that point. Yeah, Well, Brian, I don't. Okay, go ahead, Bear. I was just saying, you know, I mean, just, 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 just from an off the line standpoint, man, you know, fits and positions, and I mean, how does a running back get used to following blocks and 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 really reading things when he doesn't have an opportunity? Because right now they're playing one, two, cha, cha, cha. You go up, you hit the guy, you fit in, and then everybody's feet start slowing down. How do you, as a running back, get used to running behind an offensive line like that? So when you get in the game, it's going to be accelerating. These offensive linemen haven't finished blocks yet, you know. I mean, that's going to be tough for not just the offensive line, but the running backs, tight ends, getting their um, getting their timing right. I mean, all that stuff, man, is a unit. And that's why I said it takes the offense at least a week and a half, two weeks to get used to the speed of the defense. Because defense is easy. You just get there. Somebody make a mistake. There's somebody there that can make it happen. 
The offense has to be in concert, all 11 guys, man. So you can explain the importance of how all those guys have to cohesively match together in order for them to be successful? Well, yeah. I mean, you talk about especially offensive line play. I need all five of my guys moving in the right direction, getting up to the right blocks and their fits at the same time, at the right time, so that my timing as a running back can be perfect. Again, you can do some of it during practice and certainly some of it doing some drills and things like that, but you probably won't get the real feel of it until it's game time, until you have the opportunity to do it or under fire, right? And that's, that's going against another team. You'll be able to get some of it during those control periods, uh, during the those joint practices. But you're right. Now you have to hope that Miles Sanders, his, his past, the ability over the last three years kind of translate into game time thing. Again, we also got to remember this, B. These kids have had these types of practices for probably most of their career. So they're right. doing shorter and swifter type of practices. They're, they're not used to – if they had to go back to days like us, they probably would revolt and go crazy. <laughs> they're used to doing it this way. So I, I think they'll probably be okay. But for a running back, it's a field thing. When you talk about some of the great running backs in the league, and I, I think Miles Sanders is a really good running back, it's a field thing. I need to be able to feel it. And if we're not going full speed and I got guys flying around not doing the right stuff, then I won't be able to feel the right thing. That's the one thing that I want to feel during the game. So, yeah, practicing it uh, is certainly an important thing. And not only that, B. West, but you're talking about the, the continuity between your starting quarterback and a new receiver. Now, we know they're boys. You know, they, they've come a long way together. You know, they've been friends for a long time. But get getting that continuity st- and, and, and not just running a play, but maintaining that eye contact, getting a feel for just being able to look at each other and say, okay, I'm going to adjust this. Based on what I'm seeing across the line of scrimmage for me, I'm going to adjust my route this way. And that quarterback knowing it, I don't disagree with you that we may not see Jalen Hurts or A.J. Brown, for that matter, um, in a preseason game. But that takes – a little bit longer than one or two games in a lot of cases to get that kind of continuity and the un, un, unwritten work, unwritten um, continuity between them down to a path. Well, we, we talk about continuity. No one in the league did it better than Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, right? I mean, exactly. They, they're kind of talking without even saying words. Exactly. Like this is the defense. You know, I, I already know what I want you to do and you know what I want you to do. Yeah. Th- that's something that um, something that they have to work on. And again, this is while Jalen Hurts improves as a player. Yeah. He's going to be okay. He'll figure out how to get open. Can Jalen Hurts be able to deliver the ball? Can he understand where the defense has their weaknesses and then be able to attack that? We haven't been able to see that quite yet. And, and to be honest with you, before the first mm-hmm. game, unless we hear from the coaches or people that practice, we probably won't be able to see that. And so those are big-time concerns for me. How well would those guys be able to ju- adjust to that? And let's say they can't. That first game, what happens when you can't adjust? Oh, I thought he was running a five-yard in. He's running a five-yard out. Those equal turnovers in the NFL. Yeah. Those are six. So That's I'm right. going to be able to see these guys have some type of continuity. And I know That's they're right. together in the offseason. I know they've done all that. It's different when you got other people covering you, right? We understand that. Yep. And so That's right. I, I just hope that they have that continuity. And I also hope that Nick Sirianni remains flexible. Last year, he showed his flexibility to say, hey, I wanted to be a passing off offense starting. And then he, he, he pivoted to become a running team. Hopefully, he doesn't have to make that pivot. And if he doesn't, that means Jalen Hurts has improved dramatically from last year. And I know I hope that's the case. 
Hey, Brian, last one from me, man. I'm just curious what your assessment of the NFC East. You know, you, you obviously you keep a close eye on the Eagles, but I know, you know, you, you ties to Maryland, New York. You're looking at the Giants. You're looking at Washington. You're looking at the Cowboys. Yeah. How do you think this thing shakes up? Well, to me, the, the Eagles are the best team in the NFC East, not only on paper. And really, over the last couple of years, I thought when you look at Dallas, their roster, they were probably the best team in the NFC East. This is what I know about Dallas. And this is just as important as having a really good roster. They can't win the big game. They can't win the important game. So I'm not as worried about them. They're going to be tough to beat. We understand that. But the big game, they, they have always struggled to win. Um, the, when you talk about the Giants, Daniel Jones, they haven't quite figured that thing out, have not figured out the offensive line and the defensive line, even though they drafted in those positions. You got young players playing there. I think we're much better than the Giants, especially getting Bradbury here instead of here in New York. That That's certainly helpful. When you talk about Washington – you know, Washington's my hometown team. They are, they're like good one year, the bad another year, the good one year. So this is probably the year where they're going to be a little bit better than expected. It all comes down to Carson Wentz. And how can you trust him? Three, three different teams, three different years. Can you trust Carson Wentz to lead your football team? Or will, will at some point in the middle of the season, the guys on our roster say, you know what? I don't like that guy. I don't like the way he's acting. I don't like him as a teammate. And if that happens, that's a big time issue. And quite honestly, that has happened in the past for Carson Wentz. So, all right, I mean, Brian, do, question marks. All right, Brian, do you like what you see from the Washington team? They bring in a Carson Wentz, who obviously has to look in the mirror mm-hmm. and, and find out exactly if he what is he or what is he not, how is he want to be perceived. They yep. go out and spend a first round pick on Johan Dotson, the wide receiver. They yep. give Terry McLaurin his money. Chase Young, who's one of the young premier edge rushers, is coming back from an ACL tear. Do you like what you see on paper from this Washington team? I love what I see from this Washington team. They- Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Have an aggressive, fast-moving defense, a team that wants to get after you just a little bit. I still wonder about them on the back end as far as some of the right. receivers face inside of our division. I think we'll be able to take advantage of them throwing the football. I think running the football is going to be tough against that group. But when you look at that team on the offensive side of the ball, they have the ability to, to attack you down the field. Carson Wentz, big arm. He will throw it deep. Terry McLaurin, speed. Uh, Dotson, speed. You have some guys that can get it done. Uh, Gibson, as a running back, is a very qualified running back in the offense as far mm-hmm. as running the football and catching it outside as well. So, I mean, you have some some possibilities. The quarterback position in Washington has been <coughs> the heel for a very long time. If Carson Wentz can kind of rally the troops and figure things out there, then you're talking about a formidable uh, foe, but they haven't done it in a very long time. Right. Um, I still think we're better than Washington. Again, when I look on paper, we're the best team in the NFC East. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of that still depends on Jalen Hurts. I think he's good enough with this reformed and refreshed defense that we have to, be, to still be the best team in the NFC East. Mm-hmm. All right, let's remind everybody, Brian, the mouse who played football. Yes, where can people get it? Yeah, where can people get it? Yeah, you can get it at Amazon right now. I don't know if this is backwards on your oh, no, yeah. we see it. Yep. There you the go. Play football. You can get it on Amazon, wherever you buy your books. We're having an event this Thursday, August 4th at 12 noon. 
at the Free Library of Philadelphia. We'll be on Good Day Philadelphia early in the morning on Thursday as well. You know, we're just so excited about this book. And it's, it's more than just a book. Again, this is about lessons for our children, but this is also a, a great opportunity to invest in our kids because 50% of our proceeds will go directly to children's charities. That's what this is all about. Love it, Brad. Mm. By the way, I like this score 3620. I know the significance. Yeah, there you there. go. Your two uniform numbers, man. Nice, right. nice little touch there for sure. Brian, listen, man, all the best. We know it's going to kill it. And uh, we're looking forward to talking to you soon, man. Take care. Absolutely, we'll see, we'll bro. See Thank you, guys. Thank you, right. West. All, right. all right, man. You got it, Brian. West hey, was fun getting his insights, man. You, you have no idea how much uh, at one point I had to bite my lip because uh, Barrett brought up that he was thinking about writing a book and Showtime put out there. Bear's book will be titled entitled um, "The Mouse That Ate White Castle." Man, I almost <laughs> lost it. I saw that. I almost lost it, and I had to turn away from the screen for just a second. I was looking at. Oh, <laughs> man! I love it, man. I love Damn, it, man. I love it. Everybody's the got jokes, as Barrett would yeah. say. Yeah, that's great. Joy B. D. Gun's new children book title: "Grandpa Steps on a Lego." <laughs> well, yeah, mine my, my was. Uh, I was getting all kinds. Of, Rob goes to the hardware store or something. Yeah, you know, all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. I oh, love it, man. man. I love it. That's why we love it. We love our our friends in the comment section for sure. All right, wow. uh, that was good stuff from B West, man. That's for sure. All right, so we will uh, we'll continue the football talk, uh, Eagles and NFL as well. There's a lot of news, man. A lot of stuff going on in the NFL. It is. Uh, man. Joe a Banner just Joe Banner just tweeted something a few moments ago. I'll save it for when we come back. About right, so when we come back, the, the yeah, Sean, yeah, the Sean Watson uh, case. I thought it was very interesting yeah, how he worded. They released, uh, you know, the findings have become public from uh, uh, yeah. Sue Robinson, who was the uh, the judge who looked them over. So, we'll, yeah, let's let's do that when we get back, Gunner. We'll hear what uh, former Eagles president mm-hmm. Joe Banner had to say uh, regarding all of this. A little later, we'll talk some uh, some Phillies as well. But we got plenty in store for you, so don't go anywhere. <laughs> Rob Burns the grill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rob's yeah. book, Rob Burns the Grill. See, there's almost there's, there's almost there's too much material for me to even yeah, uh, about Rob and his solo cups. Yeah, yeah. I, I can write like with, hey, look at these this. titles. Yeah. Look, B Brooks, I'm the only mouse that cleans the dog poop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Keep them coming, oh. man. Keep them coming. We love it. We love it. That's oh, for my sure. goodness. Uh, D-Gun, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take on this Monday, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, let me tell you about Razor Technology, all right? Razor Technology's comprehensive managed service provider solutions delivers constant monitoring, on-demand assistance, and rapid issue resolution. Through data-vested and insight-driven implementation, we strengthen your existing IT resources with both human power and expertise that reduces security risks and downtime while enhancing organizational efficiency and productivity. We are a strategic resource for adaptive and fast-growing companies that need help selecting, implementing, and managing their IT services. Our goal is always bigger than one project, one problem, or one upgrade. It's improving the overall functioning of our partners and helping them achieve their business objectives through ongoing synergistic relationship. Give our IT team the freedom to refocus by augmenting their reach with Razor Technology. Contact Razor Technology today and learn how to manage services and protect and, ad- and advance your business by calling 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit us online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. 
Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glass is for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Sports Day. Welcome back in, everybody. Bear Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We just wrap things up with Brian Westbrook. If you want to catch that interview in its entirety, simple. Go to jacobsports.com or Jacob Sports uh, YouTube network as well. You can check out any of our stuff that we do, all of our guests that we had and have had uh, throughout the course of the show. You can always go on there, check it out. If you missed a little bit, you want to catch a little portion. It's a great option to have, that's for sure. Uh, all right, Gunner, let, let's do the Joe Banner thing. And then I want to show you something from Jalen Rager that I find troubling. Okay. But let's start with uh, Joe Banner and what you referenced right before we went to break. Yeah. Sure. A while ago, Joe Banner, uh, former Eagles executive tweeted out, we need to be clear. The judge found Watson guilty of uh, egre- egregious behavior. She also imposed unprecedented rules because she clearly fears him reoffending. How you decide those two things and then come up with only six games is hard to understand. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, what he's referencing there is Deshaun Watson is not allowed to seek uh, massages Outside. from anybody other right. than team personnel. Right. Anybody, mm-hmm. if they're not associated with the Browns, he's in violation of doing that. So clearly you see that there's something here, yet, like Joe said, it's still six games. There's a lot of things that are – incongruous if you will like they just don't make a lot of sense here they're just 
you know, seem to be butting up against one another and don't make a whole lot of sense. So he, she knows that he's going to be a reoffend, repeat offender. So she's like, all right, I'm not going to get him right now, but he'll do it again. So then I'll lay the law on him. Uh, yeah, I, Barry, I don't know. Or it's, it's an acknowledgement that this is real and yeah, you're still going no, to but, but the bottom line is, the, according to what Joe says, the judge feels he could be a reoffender. Right. Six games is a slap on the wrist. Exactly. No, it's exactly. a slap on the wrist. Now, although he's paying out, we assume millions to settle these out of court cases. He's still not being hurt financially. He made a lot of money before this. He just signed a $231 million guaranteed contract. And what was it, Rob? 45 million of it is what? Uh, a signing bonus or? Yes, which won't be touched. Which won't be touched. So Correct. just think about that. If he only got half of that 45 million, that's 22, what, 22 million 500? 22 and a half, yeah. Okay. Yeah. After taxes, agent fees, all that stuff, 22 million? For the, you, you can't live on that for the rest of your life. Twenty-two million. Yes. Plus now being only slapped six games, even though he paid. And like I said, even if he settled with each person a million dollars, it's twenty-five, thirty-something million. How many? How many? Uh, however many women he settled with, out of two hundred and thirty million dollars, he had to give up thirty, thirty-five million. It's still not even the equivalent of the signing bonus. Yeah. It's it's still yeah, it's an un- unbelievable contract. Yeah. Uh, that he's going to get if he plays out the duration of that contract. That man is set for three lifetimes. Yeah, four there's, lifetimes. There's just going to be fallout and fallout and fallout over the next couple of days from this, and then then whatever happens with the NFL, whatever their ruling is um, on the appeal, it's going to be interesting. And the NFL put a statement out too, so we're you know we're we're kind of just in a holding pattern right now as far as that stuff goes. Um, I wanted to show you guys this, uh, Xander. Right. If we can bring that up. This is from Jalen Rager, Eagles receiver. Um, all right. So yeah, we need to, we need to see actually, there you go. Okay. So John Clark, this is from today, put this out of, you know, it was a, about an hour ago, somewhere in that, you know, so figure 1230, 1243 ish, whatever. Um, Said basically Jalen Rager, he's, he's giving you a little play by play. Jalen Rager with the drop. John Clark from NBC Sports Philadelphia, by the way. Uh, Jalen Rager with a drop and several times, once again, getting out muscled and out maneuvered for a ball with the DB deflecting it. So Clark puts this out not super long ago, right? So practice ends and then Jalen Rager puts this out. Bro, y'all got to stop this cap ass shit. In other words, like. You, cap mean you lying, like lying. Stuff. Lying. Yeah. Like you're, you're putting yeah, out okay. false information. Why are you concerned about what John Clark's doing an hour ago if you're Jalen Rager, man? Play it's today's football. Athlete. It's today's <laughs> athlete, dude. They spend way too much time worrying about what's being said on social media. It's, it's today's athlete. And that's when I talk to – that's why when I talk to a lot of former athletes in Barrett's era and stuff like that, and I ask a lot of them, and I say, why aren't you coaching or would you coach today's NFL? And I said, nope. He said, man, these kids are something else nowadays. You need 53 psychologists to be a coach in the NFL. You know, it used to be – Imagine people like Chuck Noll, uh, um, um, and some of the old old coaches. Don Shula, yeah, some of those Don old school Shula, guys. Don yeah. Shula, Tom Landry, yep. you know Vince Lombardi, rolling over in the, in the graves, man. Because these kids nowadays, man, they're more worried about their social status, or as or as worried about their social status as they are about being professional athletes, man. And that's why a lot of former players will say, "I I'm, I can't coach these kids today." You can't. Because they're too sensitive. I mean, you you talk to Seth Joyner is a prime example. Seth Joyner's Seth Joyner's old school 
But he'll yeah. tell you he believes that he's not coaching in NFL number one because he would speak his mind too much, which would go against the organizational playbook. Yeah. And number two, you'd have to treat each kid with a kid, kid gloves. You know, you can't just yell at them all at once like you used to be able to do. Yeah, Derek, you're right. I mean, I guess, like, if you're A.J. Brown and you're established in the league, I don't love this, but but at least I know you can, you're doing this, but you can play. You're Jalen Rager, and you're hanging on by a thread by your fingernails to be on this team. Right. We, we, we argue this all the time, right? We debate it all the time. Some of us think he'll be there. I do. Some don't. But, dude, really, who cares if you're him? And this is no disrespect to John. And I'll say right. this about me. You shouldn't worry about what I tweet or what John Clark tweets or tweets or what anybody else tweets. Concentrate on playing football and getting better, man. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. That, well, He's worried the about the wrong stuff, man. Right. And that's the problem. You know, we we don't necessarily worry about stuff. Like, somebody said I wasn't playing well. I mean, there's times Derek Gunn ripped me apart. Oh, Barrett Brooks isn't playing well. But what would I do? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Did I, did I say that? I'm sorry. See, see, I caught you because, <laughs> see, first of all, all you said your whole career was early on. Derek Gunn didn't know who I was. Derek Gunn never talked you're right, to me. You're right, you're right. Did you not say that? Yeah, it wasn't. It, well, wasn't, you didn't, it wasn't you didn't, Derek Gunn. It okay, good, you. good. I'm glad you clarified. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, seriously, I mean, it's the only way you can fix that is go out there and ball. Don't drop a ball. If you're getting out muscled, muscle it back from them. That's the that's the, the easiest way to get out of your own way is to get out of your own way, man. You know, stop giving them ammunition. If they're saying you're doing this, stop doing it, and you won't have anything to say anymore. Wait a minute. Period. Every wide receiver in the game drops a ball. Okay? Right. Every but every big-time hitter strikes out. But still, it's a part though, of the game. Why are you worried you know, about it? Go exactly. Back. He was concerned with this stuff last year, too. He was concerned with it the year before. He's he can't not be in Philly then. He dude, he's not Philly. growing up. I, I mean, it's it ain't Which yeah, is surprising you can't, to me. But, but Barrett, it's not just here, man. He's you, you you're gonna no matter what team in that league, you're gonna be you're on you're on a, you're under a spotlight. You're you know, you're under a microscope. But Rob, this this is this is what this is what's getting me. His pops played in this city, his pops knows what it is to be here. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I play with Monty. Me and Monty were close. Me and Monty yeah. were like this. We went out together. That was my dude. Right. We we came in the same time, same year. So he knows what it is. He saw mm-hmm. what I was going through my rookie year. Yeah. He saw what Mamula was going through. Bobby Taylor was going through. We were all rookies at the same time. Yeah. And yes, this is this is the fourth market as far as media in the country. And, and, and one of the most critical markets. No question. In the country. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I could have played back then because here, fans here watch film. So if you go out there, you mess up in the game, they're going to go back and watch and see he should have did this. He should have did that. He should have did this. They see it. So stop giving them ammunition. Stop giving them the ability to say, all right, this guy out-muscled me. Now you just got to go out there and demo the ball. Play well. You play better, they stop talking about you. you know, the best way to stop somebody from saying something about you is to do something that they can't talk to you about. Do something positive. Make them write something positive about you there. Yep. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It just concerns me, man. It just worry. It's it's part of the package with, with Jalen, and it has been since he got here. And it, it's a concern, man. It's well, concern. You won't, you won't, you won't, you if that's up. the case, you won't be long for this market then. But that's what I but, – but, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I, I – uh, I, I might sound like I'm talking out both sides of my mouth. Like, A.J. Brown has done it. I don't care. Like, A.J. Brown wants to take veiled shots at Gunner or do whatever he's doing. All right, whatever. 
But you haven't done it, Jalen Rager. You know what I mean? You haven't done it. So I just bothers me. Anyway, maybe it shouldn't bother me. But um, no, it's gonna bother you because you care about the team. Yeah. And this guy's our fifth receiver. Yeah. And look, I mean, if you want to make a career here, dude, just just go out and ball. Don't Rob, guys our age are of a different mindset. You know, we understood that all you worried about is what your teammates and your coaches thought of you. The outside noise didn't matter. But these guys today, across the board, professional athletes today, if you look at social media on a daily basis, any sport, they're ready to go to war with people, man. You can't win the war because you get more wolves that come out of the the woodwork. Why why say anything? Why waste your time? What's not not fair? fair? What's not fair? You're talking about my game, Derek. It's not fair. Uh-uh. I said across the board. Professional sports dare across you, the board. Yes, yes. Uh-uh. Barrett, how many former how many former players do you know when you ask them would they coach in the game day's game, they don't miss a beat. They don't have nope. I could not coach these kids today. Bro, why do you think I'm on with you two, Yahoo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bro, coaching nobody. Did he just bro. did he just call us Yahoos? Did he call yeah. Yahoo's? What? <laughs> I've been called a lot worse than a Yahoo. I'll take Yahoo, man. I've been called way worse than because that. Because I know I'm one of those Yahoo's too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. right. Well, you know, I, 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 that okay. should have been the name of the show. So, three Yahoo's. Yeah, three Yahoo's. <laughs> so, okay, Barrett. So I want you to explain it because I'm guarantee you I've heard your version from so many other football players I've talked to. But And I've asked you about this. And we've talked about this before. Why would you not coach today's football player? Because players these days are just too sensitive. When I was here, I go with the, you know, get off my lawn. But, uh-huh. you know, when I was there, coach tell me to do something, you know, like, hey, go over there and jump. I wouldn't even say how high. I just go over there and start jumping. Exactly. Because I knew if he was yelling at me, that meant he cared enough to make me a better player. Yeah, good point. There you go. Now, when a coach stopped talking to you, that's yeah, when you need to work. Yeah, that means he right. didn't care about you. That's right. So all these players are acting like, you know, oh, uh, woe is me. Uh, I'm going to go on and. I'm gonna go and, and 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 jump on my computer and 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 take this over with the world, you know, bro. Once you press send, it's privileged to eight billion people on this world, you know what I'm saying? And there's too many keystone, keystone gangsters, you know that, that you know keyboard gangsters that are that are gonna be there. Yeah. These keyboard gangsters are gonna rip you apart. They're wolves, man. I mean, they want you to go out there and start crying like that. They have something to talk about then. He's not helping himself by even saying that. What he needs to do is just focus on that. I can't coach these kids because they're so sensitive that you might hurt their feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's it's almost as though, you know, that's why I say I don't play around with any mental health issues. I right. don't because it's become a thing these days that they're aware of it more. Hey, maybe I was screwed up. I, in fact, I know I was screwed up, man. You know what I mean? As far as, you know, the way I thought about things, you know, like somebody was always out to get me. <clears throat> somebody always wanted to, you know, take my position. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I thought about that too much more so than what others thought about me. Yeah. Hey, I, I got to make sure I'm here to make it happen. I got you. No, fair, fair enough, fair enough. All right, let's uh, let's sneak in a little fills here between the uh, between the the uh, all the NFL stuff that we're going to be getting to in a second here, and all the Eagles we've been discussing. But guys, they sweep out Pittsburgh, man. Uh, you know, deluge of hits. Should. Yeah, they did right. They you're right, Barrett. I mean, they did what they were. So I was so I was saying three out of four are a sweep, and they got the full sweep. Right. Uh, Eighteen hits yesterday, guys. It was uh, the offense was, mm-hmm. was came to play. Bob four for five, three runs, an RBI, a home run. Castellanos four for five, 
Oh, wait, 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 wait. Who? Who? Who is four for five? I Rob? knew it. Yeah, I you knew. knew you knew I wasn't gonna like he that. He tried pass. to sneak it in there, didn't he? Try to. You notice I look, went bold look, first, and right, then I tried to get look, Cassianos in there real quick. Look, here, I'm, here are my notes I did yeah. last night. I deliberately circled one name. Of course, you, you can did. see. I, I circled. See I said I can't wait till he, until he mentions this All one right. player's name so I can bring it up. He's yes, been he consistent had, for the last. He's, he's been he's picking it up. I agree. Well, well, I'll, come I'll, on. I look. Say it again. Say it he's again. Picking, he's picking it up. I got you. I agree. Yes. He is. I'll give him props. He's picking it up. No, we're not, not going to see the numbers he put up last year. There's no, no way. At this point of a season, no way. They just need but him if he's to be getting good, hot at the right time. Just yeah. be good the rest of the way. That's it. Forget about what happened earlier. Just be good the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean, if he really starts coming around with Bohm doing – I'm Bohm has been unbelievable. And then you get Harper's Segura might play tomorrow. So, yeah. you know, you, things are looking good what? here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Segura might play tomorrow. Uh, Harper's being examined today. If they can take the pins out, he can start doing some baseball activity. So that might mean, you know, I don't know how long, but it close August, maybe um, it's huge. Cause you get the trade deadline tomorrow at 6 PM. There's teams making moves, man. San Diego got hater from the Brewers. You see what? that gutter? Your brew what? crew traded hater. Yeah, oh, he's no. gone. Whoa, whoa. Uh, wait, wait, see, wait, 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 wait. I had to get a little zing in there for wait, you. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. When did this happen? Today, just now. They traded Josh Hader to the Padres? Yeah, yep, he's going to the Padres. What did they yep. get back for? A lot of prospects. Yeah, a lot of They're prospects. They're leading the division. They don't need prospects. I know. It's, a weird, it's a weird move. It's a <laughs> weird move for a first-place team, man. It's strange, but. They're three, what, three games up on the Cardinals, and they trade one of the best closers in the game? Correct. For prospects, Hader. yes, man. Yes, oh, yeah. that's it. I'm off the bandwagon. That's it. Yeah. I'm off. Um, so anyway, so the, the, the Phillies are have been 34 and 8, they've gone 34 and 18 since June 1st, uh, 33 and 18 under Rob Thompson, 15 and 10 in July. You know, playing really good, really good baseball, man. And they're in sole possession of that, that third wild card spot. Uh, you got a bullpen game tomorrow because Gibson is on the bereavement list. Due to a uh, death in his family, un- unfortunately. Um, so you're going to have to try and get through that tomorrow against the Braves, which won't be easy down there in Atlanta. But nonetheless, they've been playing really good baseball. And it be interesting to see what happens over the course of the next, what, 28 hours or whatever it is till 6 o'clock tomorrow night with the trade deadline because other teams are mm. making moves. What do you think? What do you think, Rob? Is it going to happen for them? Are they going to find they get a, a starter? Yeah, I think they get a starter, Derek, and they may get a, a center fielder who can help them a little bit too. I think they're going to get a, a, a both. Um, I don't think they're going to be huge names, but but big enough. You yeah, said big Segura's going to come wow. back. Segura is is eligible, um, and he rehabbed in Lehigh Valley over the weekend with no setbacks. So, I would imagine he's activated tomorrow. I think he's. I think he will be activated tomorrow. Um, Did you make a move wow. over the weekend? Yeah, they 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 tra- they made a trade for a backup shortstop. A guy who's a kind of depth guy. He's a good fielder. Uh, Edmundo, right? Just an infielder. Though. Yeah, just an infielder. Uh, Edmundo Sosa, yes. uh, and they sent Camargo down. So Sosa was is a very good defensive player. He hasn't really hit much, but it's an okay move. It's it's a depth kind of move. They they I I really believe there's there's still a a starter and an outfielder coming. Would be my guess. Rob, so, so you tra- so Rob, you set me up on that Brewers trade. So you didn't tell me the whole trade. So you lied to me to a certain degree. All right, what so, is what? Okay, you said he got a bunch of prospects with Josh Hader. I'm like, no, that doesn't make prospects. sense. Big okay, time prospects. Big time prospects. So Hader leads the National League with 29 saves. Yes. The guy right behind him is San Diego's Taylor Rogers with 28. He goes to got. the Brewers in a trade. Correct. 
So you didn't tell me that. So you just you just set me up to get to get a rise out of me, did you? I wanted you slightly injured after the Castellanos thing. I have to. Be oh, so it was, so it was, it was, it was <laughs> bullet, little, little, bullet for little, bullet, little shrapnel, right? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, um, so uh, let's just to put a cap on the Phillies here. So Nola went six yesterday, six yeah. hits, one run allowed, eight strikeouts. He bounces back and no walks, and he, he bounces back from a from a tough outing the last time. So. You know, they are kind of hitting on the right cylinders here. They're getting yep. really good starting pitching out of Suarez, out of Wheeler. Nola bounces back. Bullpen, it continues to be, other than uh, uh, Familia, everybody continues to be really good. So, you know, there's a lot to be encouraged about with this team going now as we head into August here. Well, here's, what, here's what's interesting about the game you were talking about yesterday. The Pirates started uh, JT Brubaker, who's not a bad pitcher. Yeah. And you talked about uh, the Phillies had 18 hits. Um, but they got 12 hits off Brubaker in four to third innings. Yeah. And the combination of Bohm, Real Muto, Castellano, Stott combined against Brubaker went 10 for 12. Oof. I mean, they were lighting I mean, it up yesterday, dude. Yeah. And it was good to see Bohm get a home run, too. Like, he's doing a yeah. great job spraying the ball yeah. around, using all yeah. the fields. You love that he has that approach. He doesn't he strictly thinking about hitting home runs all the time. It's it's kind of unique in today's game. But maybe for him to get one, that gets a little bit of that power going, too. And I give hey, a lot of props, man. Hey, Rob, is this uh, John Dickerson? Is he a relative of yours? Uh, no. No. He said, he said, trade familiar to the Delco Dragons. <laughs> Delco Dragons don't want him. Delco Dragons don't want him, John. All right. Unbelievable. All right. Oh, let's, uh, let's come back. We'll, we'll talk to you about some contracts. A, a big name that just reported uh, who, was, who was holding out. Some extensions that are involved here. And we will get into our favorite wide receiver quarterback combos in the NFL. A lot more football talk in store. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. Rob Ellis, we're Sports Day, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Rust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rim... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? 
I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging with us for Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Monday. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. Uh, so a little NFL talk, guys. And obviously the big story of the day here is uh, the Deshaun Watson ruling that was handed down by uh, Sue Robinson. She was a, the, handed him down six games. Uh, the NFL has the option of appealing this. Roger Goodell does. The NFLPA will not. They've accepted the six games, with meaning Deshaun Watson has accepted the six games, of course. Um, he's also settled with 23 of the 24 civil suits uh, that have been in play for him. Uh, there's still one remaining. He will not lose any of his $44.9 million signing bonus. He will lose 0.14% of the $230 million contract that he signed with Cleveland that is guaranteed. And he will be at the first six games. Those six games are uh, very uh, favorable, if you will, in the Brown for the Browns, considering you know, the level of competition. So just to run through it real quickly, here is what he gets. It would be at Carolina. It will be home against the Jets. It will be Pittsburgh home at Atlanta as the first four games. It does get a lot tougher after that. Home against the Chargers. Home against the Patriots at Baltimore. Home against Cincinnati then a bye week at Miami, at Buffalo, Tampa. That stretch from week five all the way down to week 12 is very difficult, but they will be getting him back if if this stands right now. They will be getting him back uh, come week seven. So that's kind of where things are. There's naturally a lot of outrage, a lot of people reacting to, to all of this going down. Um, and I think as time goes on, the more that happens here, there's no fine, by the way, either. Um, there's going to be more reaction from people for sure. You would, you would assume. So that's kind of where we're at with Watson. We covered it pretty heavily early on in the show. A um, couple other things, odds and ends, unless you guys want to jump in on, on Watson, I can hit you with some other stuff that's going on in the NFL. Yeah, well, the more and more I think about it, the more and more I think they just want to let this go. Um, the NFL and let it be water under a bridge and, and, and go on from now. Um, I think they'll get a lot of pushback and kickback from both Houston and uh, Cleveland, they do. And I, you know, you know, Goodell is—he ain't want to be trying to mess with these owners, man. And the, you know, the deal, keep dealing with the Houston owner and keep dealing with the the Cleveland owner. I think he's just gonna let it go, man. More so you, you don't think Goodell will hand down any further uh, games, Barry? You think it just stays at six? I think it stays at six, so because he works for the owners and Houston owner, Houston and Cleveland's owner wanted to go. 
definitely leave it alone. And, you know, he he's going he's going to listen pays to his, his salary. Uh, yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're the ones that continue to yeah. reelect him to so we can make that ridiculous salary. Fifty that he million. Made. Fifty yeah. million a year. Yeah, uh, I mean Barrett, you, it's not crazy. Uh, I, you know, I think it, it really comes down to the, the measuring the scales of what you just said versus public outrage or outcry, and and what's going to win out in the end. Usually, it's this. So, no question about that. You know, he yeah. gets a private jet. He gets um, lifetime health care for he and his family. Right. He and his family. Yep. He can't even get yep. lifetime health care. Yeah, that's that's crazy. First of all, that yeah. is crazy, man. With the, with the, with, with what happens the. That what your bodies go through, it's insane. Um, all right, so a couple other things, guys. You figured this was going to happen sooner rather than later, but Orlando Brown will report to the Chiefs. He's accepted the franchise tag. You're assuming they're going to be, they're probably, if not close to getting something done, we'll get something yep. done with him. But, yep. you know, once once they started putting the pads on, man, you, you cannot mess with Patrick Mahomes and, and, and let this guy get. No. I know it's not going to happen in practice, but no, you know what I bet I'm you Andy, Andy Reid's breathing a sigh of relief. That's for yeah. sure. Exactly. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. That tells me some at some point in this season that there's, there's there's going to be a long term deal consummated between the two. It'll be um, well deserved. Yeah. Absolutely. No question about it. You know, he's still one of the best of the best. You know, and um, you want to keep you want to keep your 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 guys who protect your franchise quarterback. You want to keep them happy in any way, shape, or form. You don't want them stepping on the field worried about money matters. You want them you want them worried about game matters. You know. And, you know, a lot of these times, unfortunately, players go out there and when they're playing under the dark cloud of a franchise tag, which still blows me away that guys get upset for having to play under a franchise tag when they're being paid in the top, what, 5% of their profession for mm-hmm. one year. I understand you want that you want that signing bonus money. You want that guaranteed money up front. You want that front money. I get it. And by playing on a one-year deal, you're putting yourself at a severe risk of being injured, uh, which which would give the uh, leverage back to the ownership in terms of negotiating further down the road. I get it. But I would take the approach of I'm signing the fr- franchise tag only under the premises that we are close to getting a long-term deal worked out. That's, on- that's the only way I'd do it. Mm-hmm. No, listen, I hear you, Derek. I I don't think that's uh, too much to ask or, or too crazy, uh, but I, I think it will get done. I, Andy, Andy, you know this, guys. His fundamental thought process when it comes to free agency and other things is left tackle, uh, defensive end, corner, yeah. obviously quarterback, yeah. right? I mean, that's that's where his pecking order is. O-line is very critical to him, so I think they will figure something out there in Kansas City. Anyway, all right, so he reports. Uh a couple other odds and ends here. Debo Samuel signs an extension himself. Very similar numbers-wise, guys, to DK Metcalf, but it ends up being three mm-hmm. years, 73.5 million, 58.1 million guaranteed for Debo. Uh, that thing was a little bit ugly. You know, Orlando Brand just kind of laid low. Debo was pretty vocal, and yeah. you know, that he was unhappy with things. Wanted me, remember draft uh, leading up to the draft, one if he traded. So, Absolutely. They've mend fences there, and, and San Francisco's that you know you could not hand this over to Trey Lance and not either have Debo or have an unhappy Debo or whatever. So they needed to get that done. I was just about to say, I bet Debo's happy that he got this deal done before it became the Trey Lance era because I don't think he would have put up the kind of numbers he put up last year if he had been playing with Trey Lance, which would have hurt his numbers overall. It's fair. But the fact that he got it done with Jimmy Jimmy Gar- Garoppolo at the helm instead of Trey Lance, 
even though even though it was a rough time for him, rough going in terms of negotiations, man, he's got to be breathing a big sigh of relief. He got that money now instead of next year. I hear you, man. I hear you. Um, what do you see? What do you see? Um, where do you see the other quarterback going? Where do you see um, Garoppolo? Jimmy you know, G going? Barrett, I keep. I, I don't know. Like, is 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 Seattle trying to like? What is Seattle really trying to do? Like, what is the objective? If you're it. trying to win this year, he makes total sense there. If you're saying, you know, wink, wink, nod, dive, we're going to tank and be terrible and get one of these quarterbacks that's coming out, then you don't go near him, right? right. And I'm I'm just trying to think. Giants, is there anybody else that makes any sense? Well, his Seattle, name's been right? mentioned. His, well, don't don't count out Houston. I mean, his name's been well. He's a free agent now, so well, he's not a free agent yet. I mean, should it? But his <laughs> name has been mentioned coast to coast, from Seattle to Houston to New York. Houston's you know, who not. Knows? Yeah, yeah, Miami not also. Yeah, that's not crazy. I, I can Miami. I don't see Miami him? because they have Bridgewater yeah. and Tua. I don't see him going to yeah, Miami. I just don't know if they can do it money wise, Barrett. Uh, maybe. I mean, um, but really, after Carolina got Mayfield. It's just the, the options yeah, are drying yeah. up there. And Atlanta? I, I we were talking about this, I think, pre-show, guys. They're going to have to cut him. Why would you trade anything yeah, of significant yeah. value to get him, knowing that they're, they've flat out come out and said, We're, he can't be here. It's Trey Lance's yeah, team. Yeah. You know? Well, you saw the report earlier today that said he's throwing he's throwing 30-yard passes with authority. So his arm's not even 100%. So whoever <laughs> yeah. decides to take him, you don't know when he's going to be able to play with that kind of injury. It could be halfway yeah. through the season before he's ready to air it out. You don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. You know, I, I, why I would you trade that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah with authority. 30-yard 30, 30 passes yeah. with authority. What the heck does that mean? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Only but that's the, other, that that's the other complication <laughs> with this is he's not fully healthy. So you, it's not like you can incorporate him right in and you know get no. things going here. No. You may not see him till week seven or week eight. You don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what his timetable is, but that's um, – yeah, you're right. That's a, a, a pretty fair point. Um, but, you know, I, I think that they are – look, they're all in on the guy that they gave up a lot to get. So it's they're, – they're a team that's built to win now and they're going with a very, you know, green kind of guy yep. Yep. in Trey Lance. So it's going to be interesting. Um, the the uh, We were talking about this before the show. I, Gunnar, you, you introduced this topic. I think it's pretty interesting. There's so many – phenomenal quarterback receiver combos and duos right. in this league when you look at it. And it's one of the things that makes the league so great, but it's hard to narrow down what the best ones are. It really is. Oh, no. Uh, like after you said it, day. I went through it like 10 different yeah. scenarios in my head. It's it's the flavor of the day, basically. And I'm not, and I'm not even when I see when I, I put five combinations on my list that, that, that came to mind right away. And, and I stayed away from potential great combos because I haven't seen it yet. Now, we assume that that Derek Carr and Devontae Adams are going to be a great combo. We assume that Russell Wilson and whether it's Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy are going to be a great combo, but I need to see it. Mm-hmm. So I just basically kept my combos to, to combinations I've watched over the last year, two, three, or four, whatever the case may be. And you're right, it was still pick. It was still yeah. tough to pick. Because yeah. there's so many good ones out there. I like it, man. I like it. All right, well, I'll, I'll throw one out first. Okay. I, how about Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs? I mean, there you since, go. since Diggs went over there, it, it, it coincided. Now, Allen can do a lot of different things, but it coincided with him taking off like a rocket, man. I mean, right. those two are legit. 
and fun to watch. I really like that Buffalo team, man. I, 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 I'd like to see them do it, but uh, in the AFC. Um, but those two are going to be are, are nasty. So I'll, I'll 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 throw them out there first. Okay, Allen and it, Allen and Diggs. I'm glad you threw that one out there because the, it, let's just say the last two years with Diggs and Allen. Here's the numbers for for Stephon Diggs the last two years: 230 catches. He's at 127, 103, uh, 2,760 yards, 18 touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a great production. combination right there. It's great production. See, for for me, I started right at the top. I went with Stafford and Cup. Okay, uh, those because their numbers are insane. You, you, the four year here's why I put that one at the top. In the four years prior to Matthew Stafford getting to the Rams, Cooper Cup had one season over a thousand yards, and that one season entailed eleven hundred sixty one yards, which is a still a great standard by NFL measures. But all of a sudden, one year together, Stafford and Cup, he gets 191 targets, 145 catches, 1,947 yards receiving, and 16 touchdowns in one season. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's you, you could make a case. It's right there as as because it was so across the board, the greatest season statistically a receiver ever had. Oh my goodness, no oh question goodness. about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those, no, two, I, those two were you you couldn't stop them. Yeah. That's no, a great one. Him. That's a great one. Um, I, I'm gonna go with you know you know my first choice was going with Derek Carr, you know, and and Adams. Um, I mean that that combination, yeah. you know, they cut college, they were together. Yes. So I think it's just gonna be like riding a bike. Those two's gonna you know top that old division. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know, it's hard for me not to put Renfro in there also. You know what I'm saying? Renfro is is yeah. is he's a catch machine. Right, right. But then. I got to go with the old man, bro. I got to go with the old man, but which combination do you pick? That's you, the thing with goat, you, with the goat. Yeah. You yeah. pick, you pick the old, old man's combination with, with, with Brady and, and Julio Jones, or you go with the, um, you know what I'm saying? The big tried and true and with Brady and Evans. And Oh, by the way, you can go with uh, Tom Brady and uh, Chris Godwin. You know, we talked yeah. about that, you know, in the meetings. Man, that's that's tough, man. I mean, that that's a that's a great, great, great um instance where pick your poison. Who are you gonna pick as far as you know, who's gonna be a leader on this team as far as receptions? I you, you don't know, what? know. All right, so who who do we think? I, I would probably slight lean Godwin. Slight. Yep, yep. But it, man, it's close. Evans is such a monster in the red zone, too. I'm, I'm well, glad see, you I'm said a- that, Rob. I'm glad you said that because when I looked at their numbers, both Evans and Godwin had a thousand yards receiving last year. Godwin had a thousand. Godwin had eleven hundred yards, over eleven hundred yards receiving, um, in only fourteen games. games. Time, fourteen right? games. Oh my god! Right, fourteen games. All right. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you talk about Evans. Now, Godwin had how many catches did he have? He had ninety-eight catches in fourteen games. <laughs> Five touchdowns, ninety-eight catches in fourteen games. Yeah, Mike Evans only has seventy-four catches, but he had where was the number here? But he had fourteen TD catches. Yeah, it's unbelievable. He averaged fourteen yards a catch. Yes, it, it's unbelievable. But you're right, Barrett. Pick your poison. The reason I stayed away from Carr and, and Devontae Adams was because of this. Devontae Adams racked up incredible numbers because he was the man in Green Bay. 
there was no question about who was the pass catching man in Green Bay. Now he's got to share the wealth with Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller. And I think his numbers are going to come down. I think Devontae Adams is still going to have a great season, but his numbers I think are going to be lower because Derek Carr has a better array of talent to throw to than Aaron Rodgers ever had up in Green Bay. Agreed. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I just like that tandem. I like that tandem, I agree. man. You know, yep. I mean, it's just, it's, to me, I just think they're going to reap the benefits. Um, I think they have a complete team defensively, yep. offensively. Yep. Um, but, you know, if you look at, if you really look at where all the money's going, all the betting money is going up there in Buffalo. Yeah. You can't take it away from that 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 tandem right there, man. And, no. and just the attitude, the attitude of in Buffalo right now is is, is crazy. You know yeah, what I'm is. saying? The what they're yeah. you know they they they're so high on the hog right now because mm-hmm. they know they're good number one. But Josh Allen, man, he just has so the way he left the field last year, the taste yeah. he had in his mouth, and how Stephon Diggs plays the game. Oh, they they they're on the you know they got a vengeance, man. You you know what I'm saying? They've got a vengeance. They they they're pissed. Oh, they're yeah. pissed, pissed yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. So you know they work their their butt off all off season, trying to emulate you know what Stafford and and, uh, and Cup did last year. You know those two yeah. put the work yeah. in, man. You know they did. And, and there's uh, there's so many others too. I I mean, yeah. Barrett, did you? I want I don't want to step on your toes. Do you, do you, did you want to throw another one in there? I mean, there's there's just. There's one obvious one we didn't even bring up yet. For Who's me. that? Burrow and Chase. Oh. Uh-huh. I mean, think, those and those two are kids, man. Like, yep. what is this going to be in two or three, four years? Well, they- that's Burrow and Chase. How about Minnesota? Go out of treat yep. Minnesota. Yeah. Cousins. You go Jefferson. to Minnesota. Yeah. No. I mean, they're pissed off also. You know what I mean? I mean, they're if he's feeling like he's getting disrespected, you know, here he has a complete team back. He's got Cook back. You know what I'm saying? He's, He's got, got Adam Thielen out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? like, all right, I can't win the big game. Let me show you what I can do. Last last two seasons, last two seasons, Cousins and Jefferson, 196 catches, 3,016 yards, 17 touchdowns. That's a guy who's played two years in the league. <laughs> two years. He's only played two years, man. That sounds that sounds like that sounds like a, a four years for a, 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 a yes. receiver yeah. quarterback. Four, game. maybe five. <laughs> yeah. His first year, his first year, John, uh, John Jefferson, Justin Jefferson had 1,400 receiving yards. His first year in the lead. Then he upped to the 16 16 and increased his touchdown total by three. Yeah. It's a, he, and his catch total was 108. He had 108 and, and catches. He's a monster, man. He's a monster. And he's already saying he's going to be the best receiver in the That's league. Right. He already said it. I'm going to be the best That's receiver right. in the league. Yeah, yeah he's not he afraid to argue with him at this point. Yeah. No, yeah. No, Cooper Cup, look arguing. out. Jefferson's coming well, for your title. Well, the, the other thing is, like, and I get it. Like, Cousins needs to show you in a big game. I understand that. But if we're just talking about, you know, numbers and productivity, it's there's no debating it, man. Those two are just unreal. And there's so many other, like, good combinations that we probably don't talk about. Like, you could go Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen. Oh, my goodness. Mike, Mike Williams, Williams, if you want to throw him in Oh, that my mix. goodness. You know, and we don't even get mentioned in these conversations that are really damn good that anybody would love to have. Right. There, there, there were five primetime wide receivers I left off my list. And I'll tell you what Debo, Tyreek Hill, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Amari Cooper. 
You don't know who's throwing them the football. Yeah, the quarterback. You don't know who's throwing and Adrian. You don't know who's throwing them the football. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not know. the receiver part of that equation. It's no. the quarterback part of that equation. No. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, mean, I, I put one receiver in the category of man, I feel bad for you because you're gonna get lost. Look at Brandon Cooks down in Houston last year. Look who threw him the football. <laughs> he had 90 catches for 1,037 yards. Yeah. But I put him in his own category of, man, I feel bad for you because you're not going to get the prop you deserve. <laughs> no. Let me ask you guys, what, what is, um, what's realistic for A.J. Brown for you guys? Just, just I individual. Thousand yards. The first time he gets – this will be his first time. This will be um, – Jalen Hurts' first time having a thousand yard receiver in the NFL. Yeah. This will be his time. Um, my expectations are that, and just watching camp, and, and, and let me sit up for this. Let me say this <laughs> right now. I like Uh-oh. when Dyer sits up before he makes his point. Here okay. we go. I'm watching camp the last two days, Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. and it's unbelievable how good. Um, this receiving core could be, man. I mean, it's, it's as I'm watching it, man, they, they're doing things that I, I I hadn't seen before, man. I mean, guys are really catching, you know, catching the rock. Yeah. And that's that's newfound territory for me because it's always hit or miss with guys catching the ball. At this point, Devontae Smith is unbelievable in his route running. Unbelievable. We didn't draft him the number 10 pick two years ago to be a second-tier quarterback, I mean, a second-tier uh, wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He is not a number two. Smith is a number one receiver, a number one. It just so happened that they brought a guy who's also a number one on this team. So put your money on it. Mm-hmm. I no longer look at A.J. Brown as the number one receiver. Smitty is also a number one receiver. Yeah. He I- is that good, bro. Back, let me ask you. Real. It's a, it's a great problem. Do they cancel each other out a little bit with numbers? No. I'm just asking numbers. No. No. Okay. No. They're both going to be open. There's no question that Hurts will be a better quarterback because of the receiving tandem that he has. I gotta he doesn't have to worry about it, man. I got to see. I'm like everybody else. I need to see it. I, I know, man, but I, need to see I, it. I can't believe how good Smitty is, bro. I, I agree. Can't believe I think how he's an excellent route runner. I agree. I, 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 agree. I love his but, game, man. The separation but, that he gets he, and, and, and his route running and how quick he is and explosive he is. He is amazing, bro. Amazing. Yes, A.J. Brown is amazing also. But I can't see who's the number one or number two receiver on this team now. Everybody's assuming that it's A.J. because he has the experience. But, bruh. I'm putting Smitty up there with him. Hmm. Smitty is a number one receiver, an ironclad number one receiver, bro. I agree with you with what you're saying, but I I'll go back to us. I need to see the quarterback get them the ball for hmm. them to get their numbers consistently. We I, I need to see that first. We didn't. Nobody see Nobody can before. cover him though, D Gun. I'm telling you, nobody I'm, can cover I, Smitty. I'm not. I'm nobody. not disagreeing with you in that regard. I'm saying. I need to see a quarterback get them the ball to get them the numbers that we're talking about, the kind of numbers that we anticipate they could get. I need to see the quarterback deliver the goods first before I'm 100. I'm 95% with you right now. The other 5%, I need to see the quarterback get yeah, them the I, ball. Yeah, I, I think it's the jury's out on, on Jalen. There you no go. Qu- 
and but Devontae, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Year two is going to take a huge leap, and AJ Brown's already done it his entire career. Like yes, he's done it. Yes, he's done it. But in watching Smitty, like I I see it in underdog records. I'll show you better. I could tell you. Watch this. I mean, watch this kid play. He had 900 yards last year, and he weren't even they weren't even throwing the ball. They were running yeah. a rock last year, mm-hmm. and they almost had a thousand yards. Come yep. on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. All right, you lose your money. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, look, I mean, is it conceivable you have 2,000-yard receivers? For sure. I mean, the, there's, but there's only one ball to go around, and you do have Dallas Goddard, too, who's a big-time option in the passing game also. So I, I'm just saying, like, I think there's a possibility, like, Devontae's numbers look similar, and it doesn't mean he's having a bad year. It just means right. there's exactly. so many other options. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. can you can go down you can, your numbers can go down and you can still be considered an elite receiver because you're spreading the wealth, you know. But the question is: Is Sirianni that committed to the pass game? Does he like the aspect of having a more balanced attack? Well, if you have a more balanced attack and you're running the ball 25, 30 times a game, that's reducing the amount of passes thrown in the game, which is reducing the amount of yards and potential touchdowns the receivers getting in a game. And I'm saying that you can be an elite offense, but the overall numbers might not wow you because the wealth has been spread so much. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We're talking about, I'm talking about number one wide receivers yeah. and number right, two right. wide receivers. Smitty right. is not a number two. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Smitty right. is right. not oh, yeah. a number two receiver. He's right. a number one receiver. I mean, if you think about a lot of these teams we, we've been discussing in these duos, they have two number ones. Absolutely. You know, Tampa, Absolutely. we just Minnesota, talked about. Tampa. Minnesota, right. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Rams, Chargers. The Chargers. Yeah, the Rams, the Chargers. Yeah, yeah, a lot of these. That's kind of where the league – if you're if the league has gone as as far as it has with it being a passing league, you need to at least now. Think about Cincinnati, right? The, I Granted, Chase is the number one guy. But T. Higgins is pretty darn good. Ooh. Oh, no question. Yeah, Okay, exactly. Boyd. I mean, this is a you know still a, a there's a lot of other options on that on that Cincy team too. Exactly. Look, exactly. look at Denver. Denver could have two number one receivers. They could. Oh, oh you know what? Also, 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 this uh, underdog records doesn't know what he's talking about. He's saying AJ Slord and Jordan Matthews or Alshon. What is he talking about? <laughs> are you kidding me? What film have you been watching? Are you gonna say slow those guys? No, Man, Jordan his, Matthew was slow as pond uh, water. Somehow he, was he put up monster numbers his first three years with Ryan Tannehill being the slowest man on the face of the earth. I don't know how AJ <laughs> Brown did it. It's amazing. It's amazing. He's, come on, man, get yeah. out of here, man. I you gotta it. watch film, bro. Watch film. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, uh, all right, we we come back, guys. I'm gonna tell you what the net worth is of the Dallas Cowboys and where the Eagles rank. Okay, we will get into that. When we get back, we got a bunch of other stuff to do. Uh, birthdays, like we always do, movies released on this day, and a very significant cultural event that happened on this day as well. Uh, well, we will, we will talk about that also. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, we're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network.
Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rim... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. segment of the program on this monday we're sports state jacob sports youtube network barrett derek rob hanging with you today we appreciate all of you streaming all of you listening all of you in the chat section you guys are the best hold on so, right. uh, so, so i got it i'm sorry rob but i gotta i gotta prove a point to mr underdog riggers you have no clue the game is not played in 40 yard dashes okay he might have had a bad day running a 40 in the combine we're talking about football. Realistically, football is short spurts. It's quickness. It has nothing to do with 40. You rarely run a 40 yards in the NFL, period. Come on, man. I mean, routes are run by short, you know, short extensions. You know, or you might a slant might be five, go up, and then you another five. It's built by quickness, man. 40-yard dash almost means nothing in the NFL when it talks about quick. It's game type of speed, son. Game type of speed. It's not the 40-yard dash in what you play. There's plenty of guys that play the game that my, – I want myself. I ran a 4-9 I I and a 5-flat 40. Does that mean I'm going to go out there and run a 4-9 when I'm out there? No. It's short bursts. I wouldn't run more than 10 yards in a game, let alone running a 40-yard dash. Think about what football is. It's starting, stopping, going, quickness. That's what the game's about, son. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the other part is if you're rep- referencing – 
Well, you're referencing the combine. This guy's been doing it in the NFL for three years. Who gives a damn what your combine numbers are? Exactly. I mean, uh, great. If, and you know how many guys are workout warriors who can't play? Well, yeah, but they, you, I, you know I, what I'm saying? Look, how fat Alshon Jeffrey was slow as pond water yeah. playing yeah. on the field. Yeah. He I just wouldn't. had a huge catch radius. He never played fast on the field. So don't tell me, you know, uh, he played. No. A.J. Brown I, plays faster, 100 times faster than I, any I of those would, guys. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't sweat the uh, the, the attempt to troll. Right. Barry, Barry got my wife howling, man, when he says son. <laughs> my, wife, my wife said they'll be howling, man. Love yeah. it. Look, Bear, uh, why do you why do you fall for this Steve. stuff, dude? Why you no, why I'm you let people saying, do like, that? He said I don't have a clue. Yeah, why he's, tro- he's, he's trolling just, he just you, bro. Me away. Why why you let why you let it on? He's a troll. Yeah, he's a troll. Right, okay. right. Why you okay. why you let that get under your skin, bro? <laughs> it's like me. You you watch your mouth, the- bro. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Good. I like it when Bear gets heated, but let's right, right. Let's keep it. No, what he said. No, I like what Bear said. No, Bear said. Bear said. I like when he said I blacked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's no it's no question. We're out. Hey, put my put the put it back there. I'm, I'm, hey, what happened? What happened to the chat? There you go. What's I didn't chat? do it. Yeah, Me? you know where I'm at six six to six thirty. You know exactly where I'm at, bruh. Yeah, don't worry, guys. Don't worry about it. All right. So, um, yeah. all right, the Cowboys' net worth yeah. as an organization is seven point six four yes, billion with a B B B V. That mm. that comes from Sport Sportico, who does this kind of stuff. So. Um, I can't say I'm surprised, honestly. I mean, with what a moneymaker the league is, it doesn't surprise me one bit. That no, no, it. what a moneymaker Jerry Jones is. And that too. Say what you want to say about Jerry Jones, but that man knows how to make a dollar. You are correct, sir. And, and, I, and I do believe, Rob, a significant portion of that, that number you just mentioned includes their practice facility, which is second to none. It's yep. called the Ford Center at the Star. A twelve thousand seat indoor stadium located. Bear, what practice facility do you know that has a twelve thousand <laughs> indoor seat facility? Okay, that's crazy, man. Now, its main use is for the Dallas Cowboys practice facility. It's also used for Whataburgers, Friday Night Stars, an event every Friday showcasing Frisco Independent School District High School varsity football games. I mean, seriously, really? not only did he build it for his team. But he already plus they're putting they're putting stores and stuff on it. It's a ninety-one acre parcel of land. Okay, so according to this, uh, headquarters training facility, uh, a three hundred room Omni Hotel, the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys Ring of Honor Walk, and retail and restaurant space. The Ford Center at the Star, aside from the main stadium, features practice fields and a sports training complex called the Baylor Scott and White Sports Therapy and Research Center for Sports Medicine. So Jerry Jones knew exactly what he was going to do when he bit. This was not just going to be a practice facility. This was going to be a cash cow. Yeah. That's, that's exactly he's a, what he He's did. a brilliant businessman. He no, exactly. no question about that. I mean, we think can, of how many can. people invest in their families, man. Uh, as far what? As, you know, kids and football and everything else, man. He understands football is king in Texas also. No yeah, question. Is. Question. Yeah, no question. So we can laugh, we can laugh and joke about Jerry Jones as a head man of the Dallas Cowboys because they haven't hoisted that trophy since 1995. All we all we want. The bottom line is when you said that number, Rob, I immediately went to. I said, wait a minute. I guarantee you, part of that equation is based on that facility that was just built over the last five six years. Yeah. And I I just thought it was a. I knew it was a, an indoor stadium. 
I didn't know it had all this uh, research, sports research facility, a three hundred room hotel, the the Walk of Stars, which I guarantee a lot of Cowboy fans go visit and take pictures in front of, and all that good stuff. Who knows? And retail, and, and they're gonna have stores and stuff as well. Yeah, Are you keep that, that man's brilliant when it comes to making a buck. Yeah, he is. Uh, and, and here's what's interesting too. So that that's the most Cowboys are worth the most by a long stretch, right? In, in North America, but. They have a six hundred and thirty million dollar advantage over the Yankees, who are second to them. They're that much more valued than even the freaking Yankees. That's crazy, okay? right? Right? right. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? In that market, crazy, that right? Um, I, I also found it just just football in general, just how much they're you know worth um, is is really amazing when you look at it. So it's the Cowboys, then the Rams. Rams are at five point nine one billion. Woo. Patriots are 588, Giants are 573, Niners 518, Bears 5, Jets 4.8, Commanders 4.78, and then the Eagles are at 4.7. So the Eagles wow. come in ninth, all, all told. The Eagles are below the Jets? Uh, John, York, they man. are below the Jets, yeah. New yeah. York, what? The New York franchises, bro. Yeah, I, I guess. The New York I franchises. Guess. Yeah, man. yeah, it's no joke. But yeah, that's... When, you, when you talk about those franchises, man, they've been and those are usually old, the old franchises also are, are just worth a lot of money. Like Washington, you know, they're worth a lot of money, man. You know, oh, what I mean, yeah. they're old school, that old money. Um, yeah, but see, I was shocked Washington's in that list, Barrett, because when you look at that stadium, that stadium is atrocious. That's yeah, the, is. And a matter of fact, they're already talking about building a new one. That yep. stadium to me is the worst in the NFL in terms of media access. In term, well, you've been on the field. Have you been on the field there, Barry? Yes. I, I, okay. So look how close the sideline is to the actual stadium. When it rains, you should see how the water collects. You got media, 40, 50 media people with cameras standing in water, you know, almost almost uh, shoelace deep when it rains. The drainage <laughs> system is terrible on that field. It's horrible. From a media standpoint, we, when we sit in the press box, we sit in the coffin corner of the end zone. You have to try to look under the awning to see the far side of the field, and they look like ants on the far side of the field. And then the monitor, you're looking at the game, which is a five-second delay. They've started the next play before you caught up to which you know, you, you, like me and a lot of people, we log every play to make mm-hmm. reference to for post-game shows. The next play has started before the, the, the replay is caught up to what we supposedly just saw. Yeah, it's hard. I can't said, believe it. Remember what happened to the Barrett? You know, that's, that's right, Anthony. The barricade that fell almost fell on Jalen Hurst last year. It's true. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. that was frightening, yeah. man. Yeah, that was crazy, man. Oh, I mean that—that's a first of all, it's a miracle that he didn't get hurt. Honestly, right, yes. right. You know? Yes. Like, can you imagine a knee or ankle injury? God forbid. That? Yeah, yeah. And he's you know shut down and oh, man, yeah. You're right. It's a good, good point, Barry, bringing that up. Um, Why did Anthony brought it up? Oh, sorry, man. Anthony. I forgot all about that. Yeah, good man. Work out of Anthony. Yeah, um, dude, that that could have been. That's almost like um, when. Um, when uh, Juan Castillo, obviously line got coach, run got over. hit. Yeah, yeah rode by one of those yeah. cart. Gators. So that the average yeah. NFL franchise is four point one billion. It's up eighteen percent just from last year. It's gone up eighteen percent each franchise. The, the I'm not surprised. Man, not surprised one bit, dude. Yeah. When you look at everybody's building stadiums, um, you know the facilities are incredible for the most part. Um, the volume of money that's generated from football. The streaming contracts they now have. Mm-hmm. All this, you know, look at how many TV networks are part of the NFL package ESPN, Fox, CBS, NBC, ABC. Now you got 
you got Prime involved in this, you know. Amazon. Who's next? Who's next? Amazon who's Prime. Next? Yeah. yeah. Uh, who's next? You got uh who else was it um that 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 put their hand in the um cap? I mean, there's there's so much money to be made from these contracts because I mean NFL cash is king. NFL is king as far as all sports, man. It used to be that um that soccer, man. I think they're starting to be up there with soccer now. Soccer's mm-hmm. the number one sport in the world. Yeah, and I right. think you know, is, is, is football is, is is trying to compete with them now. Yeah. Well, look at the I money. Look at the money. Look at the money the NFL generates for a thirty-second commercial on Super Bowl Sunday. The right. numbers keep going up astronomically every year. The numbers didn't even stop going up; they stagnated, but they didn't stop going up during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Well, I, there was I nobody like in the stands. Right, you're right, man. I equated to this: when you can pay your players a half a billion dollar for like a five, 10 year contract, you know, yeah. that's when you know your money's getting up there. And when they paid Mahomes that, and when you look at the, the soccer players getting paid about the same amount, you know, those are the two sports that generate the most, you know, I mean, basketball, they're not even close. Baseball's not even close to where, uh, you know, soccer is at this point. Soccer's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, what is. they're paying those guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, let me. I'm just gonna pass this one along. I don't think I saw this one. Colin Gillespie, who was a great player for Villanova, uh, had to go uh, undergo surgery on his leg. He had a lower left leg fracture. Uh, he had the surgery. Yeah, he had the surgery in Philadelphia. He's out indefinitely. They don't know what his status is, man. So that's a tough break for him. He's he's dealt with some injuries over his career, uh, and he had he was having mm. a very good summer league for them, and was a guy who was undrafted but looked pretty good to make the team. I don't know how that's any of that's going to affect this, but uh, that's a shame. That's too bad for that dude. He, he's he's he looked like he was uh, really playing his way into being an NBA player. Not to say he won't yeah. be now, but that's a tough break uh, for that. So Gillespie with the surgery, right there. Um, a couple little odds and ends. We always like to throw the uh, the birthdays, but I want to give you this one first. On this day, 1981, MTV launched. That was a big wow. deal, man. Wow, MTV. Yeah, really. huge. Oh, that was a, oh huge. my goodness. To be able Watching to see videos, videos. Yeah, yeah, man. People are like, what? We can now see videos of, of these songs that we love? Yeah. Really? Dude, it's, that was like, it was, it, bro, I can, re- I can remember just sitting back, just watching videos nonstop. Well, bro. Bro, you you knew days in all oh, the premiere. Yeah, Thriller is going to be uh, you right. know, Michael Jackson. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, man. What time? Three o'clock on Tuesday. I got to, you know. So, but there were also, a lot of artists were brilliant in this. Like some pushed away from doing music videos. I just sing my songs or, you know, whatever. And others embraced it, man. Like and the guys Michael that Jackson, didn't do it. Madonna. Yeah. You, we don't even talk about them anymore. The ones right. who didn't do it. <laughs> but they, it, it was game changers for a lot of, a lot of really smart musicians knew that the visual part of this thing could put me over the top, man. It was, it was unbelievable. It's a shame what it's turned into. It's kind of like a just total uh-huh. afterthought now. Yeah, we, now, now you don't look at videos, you know, like YouTube is taking all that over, you know what I mean? Yep. So, I mean, you, but I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how big MTV, you know, MTV was, you know, yo MTV raps, bro. Oh. I would, I, I couldn't wait. I, I would drop everything to watch yo MTV raps, man. You know what I'm saying? It was, yeah. it was crazy. Yo MTV raps, come on, man. It was huge. Yeah, but they're, they're, you know, MTV also had a black eye for a while too, because a lot of, African American artists were ticked off that they their videos weren't being shown on MTV. True, for that a while. Uh, you know, other than Michael were, Jackson, there other was than Michael Prince. Jackson, yeah, yeah, not a lot of play from anybody it. else. Yeah, no, it's fair enough. That is, it is true, absolutely. Um, all right, so a couple other odds and ends: birthdays. Chuck D. 
62 years old, public enemy. Chuck wow, D. Wow, that's oh. huge. Chuck D, big time. My big man. time. There it is. Yes. Bam, yeah. in yeah. your face. <laughs> <laughs> this Ooh. is a dope jam. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, public enemy was so big. Uh, still, still influencing a lot of people. Jason Momoa, the uh, yep. the actor. Aquaman. 43. Aquaman. Jason, but formerly and, uh, and Lisa Bonet's husband. Yeah, for Game of Thrones. Was he Game of Thrones too? Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa, the actor, Aquaman, and he was on Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. For two yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He, he's a. He looks like an offensive lineman. My man is uh, is Jack. That man is cut. He is cut. <laughs> Forget That's a big it, dude, man. That's why I don't. T- I, I mean, we look similar. That's why I keep the shirt on just to not show him. Ah! <laughs> we don't want to do that. Uh, I have. You know, I have no guys, comment. Look, how, yeah. Look, how many guys went and got those? 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 You know. Half their arm, their sleeve, and everything of the, of the fish. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that guy, Momoa, can pull it off. If I did it, it would look like uh, a goldfish or something. Yeah. Um, Yo, Rob, basically, 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 Rob saying all Momoa's assets are going east and west. His are going north and south. <laughs> what am I right. talking about? Look, if, if he gets even a goldfish, I'll be a whale. <laughs> I'd be more like a minnow or something. I don't even know. I'd be like. Um, I feel like they. Oh man! I, <laughs> to, I go to be like, put them back in. Yeah, exactly. Um, Coolio fifty nine. Coolio's fifty nine years old. Uh, yeah, he's going it's bald. A... His hair still messed up. He's still trying to rock that look, and his hair messed up. He he going yeah, bald. It's he like, has nothing on the like, top here. Right. He, he can't accept that it's ni- nineteen ninety four anymore. Right, right. right. You know what? <laughs> gangster, gangster paradise. One of the most iconic rap songs ever. Yeah, it is. And like, you still that, hear it today. What, fantastic, fantastic ride. I mean, yep. he hit two big time out of the park. So he, you I know, he's he, a chef now. No, he's a chef, that. and yeah, they I put out a cookbook. That. He's he, he yeah. either put it out or he's putting out a cookbook now. He has a show, a cooking show, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's, uh, Fitness Rebels birthday tomorrow too, our our friend. So there you go. Well, right, okay, good. okay. We like hearing that from Fitness Rebel. Yeah. Uh, happy birthday. She's one of our loyal uh, uh, chat folks. Uh, we love that. Uh, I, like I said, this is a weird eclectic list. So Francis Scott Key, <laughs> yep. yeah. I, he's oh, yeah. not with us anymore, but you know we right, we, right. we know his uh, his contribution to the Star Spangled Banner. Jerry Garcia, uh, Jerry not with Garcia. us anymore. Either. Grateful Dead lead yeah, man. Dead. Yeah, and and uh, the the great Herman Melville of uh, Moby yes. Dick fame. Moby the author. Dick. Yeah, you imagine that book is withstood. That book has withstood the test of time. Converted into two or three movies, Um, uh, and it's still a classic for people to read. I I grew up reading Moby Dick. You know, it's a great novel. You know, actually referenced one of our one of our favorite movies, guys. Equalizer One. He is uh, he's reading Moby Dick. If, That's right. If Denzel's character right. is reading Moby Dick in that movie. That's right. Oh, you know, you know who else was reading Moby Dick? Um, what's his name? Uh, he and his son. Um, the Fresh Prince. What's it? Um, Will Smith. Will Smith. That movie. Jaden. Oh. Earth. After happiness. No, not well, after. Uh, Earth. Uh, I think after, after Earth. Yeah, like that. Some that sci-fi I know, movie. I, I forget what it's called. About. Yeah. Yeah, and they were talking about Moby Dick. That's the book they were reading was Moby Dick. I was like, oh, it's it's one of the all time influential uh, books ever, piece of literature that's there ever has been. I mean, there, there's no question about that. Yeah, so. After Earth, yeah, that's it. After, after Earth. Earth, After Earth. Yeah, reference they reference Moby Dick a lot. Yep. Yeah. Um, the movie list. Eh, Guardians of the Galaxy in 2014. Loved it. 
Loved it. Hey, that was a good movie. Yeah, good yeah movie. I'm just saying it's not, we don't have a ton. Uh, Air Bud, <laughs> 1987, The Dog. And watch uh, that. American Wedding, which was off of the American Pie franchise. The the two kids ended up getting married. Uh, was 2003. I, I didn't find it. Band Camp? I didn't see that one, though, but I love be, Band Camp. I, I did. I'm yeah. pissed off. I didn't go to band camp when I was young. Ah, uh, yes, that was. That's one of the all-time lines that you're like, Whoa, okay, right, okay. Well, you All also right. had, you had uh, you had get on up uh, from get 2014th with Chad with Bozeman playing James Brown. Life story, the Just Mummy, Tomb Mom. of the Dragon. Yeah, you know, you had the Mummy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. Oh, I, forgot I watch that. all. Of, in fact, that's one of the yeah. few things. If I see it on, I'll just leave it on there if I'm flipping through the channel. I'll just oh yeah, it it's a click it. and stick. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, if you're moving around, you know, that was amazing, it. What? It was amazing yeah. how many stars were in the movie uh, Galaxy of the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Chris Pratt, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, Zoe Saldana. You had a whole, but that was a star-studded cast, man. The MMA player, MMA fighter. What was his name? Uh, the I MMA can't think fighter. of the name. I cannot think of the name. But you're it right. Uh, you forget that Vin slice. Diesel's in that movie. Oh, yep. Vin Diesel, yeah. Yeah, but he's right. the he's a tree. He's grump, right? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, that was uh, man. They must have paid out a lot of coin for that movie. It, it had to have done well, but with that cast, woof, unbelievable. Um, all right, so a couple other odds and ends. The uh, the the NBA, as you as you guys may have known, this came out last week. Was looking at the Sixers for tampering with PJ Tucker and uh, Daniel House, huh? Batista. Batista. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then, so now this week comes out that they're looking at the Knicks for tampering with Jalen yeah. Brunson. And, you know, my, my response to that, as far as Brunson goes, is like, no duh, man. I mean, they, they signed his dad on to be a head, an assistant coach with the team. This was a done deal from the jump that he was going to go. <laughs> right. I mean, what did we think was going to happen? He got, he got four years, 104 million. And I'm sure the Mavericks are pissed off that he left, but this was a foregone conclusion. He was going there. Right. If you hire my out. dad, I'm going too. Yeah. Time out. Time out. If <laughs> you're gonna if you're gonna start looking into tampering in the NBA, it's just like the yeah. NFL. You need to look at every team in the league. I right. guarantee you, deals are consummated way before you're allotted to allow to do stuff like that. It's just a few get caught every now and then. But you get I me. Mean, come on, man. Get off, get off this tampering stuff. You got you got to look at everybody. And I'm talking everybody: Milwaukee, Golden right. State, Boston, all of them. Yeah. Well, everybody does. Right. But you know what? You know what really who starts the tampering? It's the players that the ones doing the tampering, right? The players are getting these contracts. No, 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 not the not the players, the agents. Yeah, but the players the also agents. talk on her. The they're talk. all, they're and they start the to negotiate. They talk and start everything going in the right direction, like LeBron talking to uh to talk, you yep. know talking with whoever he's well, going to talk to. Right. Well, this goes back to the, to the that you know there when LeBron went with Dwayne Wade and, and exactly Ray Wade. exactly Come and Bosh. Yeah, you tell him and Bosh. I forgot Bosh. But you tell me this, you know, that wasn't set up. I we know all know how this works, man. NBA free agency hits at at, at six o'clock, and at six oh six o'clock and twelve seconds, there's somebody signed. How does that happen? Well, you know, it happens like this. I call my guy. He wants to be on the show. They say, "Wait, let's call the guy that we both work with and Robbie." And mm-hmm. what happens? Sports take happens. That's what happens. You know, oh, we like tampering. That's I tampering. like that kind of tampering. <laughs> I I have never tampered in my life. I want to go on record saying that. <laughs> Let me just say, if, if we're all going on record, I am fully in favor of tampering. If that means me getting employment, all right. So let's tamper more, people. Um, so 
Yes. Uh, um, a couple, a couple other odds and ends. Were you guys surprised? So the the Patriots kicker got thirteen point five million over four years. What? You see this? What? Their punter, their punter Jake Bailey, signed a four year thirteen point five million with six point five fully guaranteed. This is what punters are getting. That tells Crazy. me what the, the Patriots had a lot of cap space. You give it a yeah, punter thirteen million dollars. What a usually coin, a good punter man. contract is like five, six, maybe seven million. Thirteen yep. million for a punter? Uh huh. Man, he well, better you know, be able to kick it from New England uh, to Chicago for thirteen million dollars. Well, you see what Jake raised. Uh, I mean, Jake uh, Elliott's making. Yeah, I know. He's making nineteen over four. If you remember two years ago, remember Elliott struggled too. He was great last year. But yeah. He struggled two years ago. And the year he got the talk, contract, he struggled. Yeah, and a lot of the talk was uh, you got to you got to cut him. I'm like, have you seen the the, the the cat pit you take? You cut this guy, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and thankfully to his credit, he really, you know, he was awesome last year. Yeah, he, he was. was. He was money. I don't mean just PATs, man. Field goals too. He was. He got back to looking like the guy who came here in 2017. Bro, he started the mm. whole thing in 2017 with that 60. Was a 62 or 61 yard kick against the Giants to win the Giants yep. game, and yep. it started everything rolling after that. That yep. kick, and then turn around the big run. Uh, by uh, Legarrette Blunt in, in the um, Chargers. Chargers game, and yeah. then from that point on, they were rolling, man. They was rolling. Yeah, they it was were. almost destined after those yeah. those yeah. two plays right there turned the season around. I'll, I'll tell you what's underrated um, about Jake Elliott: the the long field goal that he hits to put the Eagles up eight after the Brandon Graham strip. Right, strip. exactly. Yeah. So the Patriots not only yeah. had to score, but to get two on that drive, which was a total. I mean, that was a money kick. That, that I mean, there were so many things that happened in that game, but. That's a really big play. Yep. In, in that game, I couldn't agree more. Thing. Yeah, you know, that's underemphasized because they could have been. I mean, what if he doesn't make that kick? They're gonna make that kick. I mean, they're gonna win the game. Who the touchdown wins it? Yeah. Right. <laughs> they're gonna make that win. I mean, they're gonna make that happen. Yeah. So yeah, man, it's it's so many things, man. That uh, you, you know, we we kind of looked past Jake Elliott last year because he he struggled the year before. We kind of looked past what he did this year. He played well. Last mm-hmm. year, bro, very well. Hey, did did you see Robert Sala speaking out about those Guardian caps? No, you know what I'm talking what about those now? those like padded oh, yeah. things yeah, they yeah, wear yeah. on that. Remember the Eagles like making fun of it last helmets. week? Kelsey had the bubble wrap on to kind of you know poke fun at it or whatever. So um, Sala came out and said, "I think the spirit of it is really good. Uh, it's got great benefits, but I do think there's a balance in everything." Too much of anything is a bad thing. I don't think because of the soft blow, it's kind of the it's kind of lending the players to use their heads a bit more. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, I guess his concern is they're being they're 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 not afraid to butt heads a little bit more <clears throat> because they have those things on. Whereas in the real game, you're not going to have that same kind of protection, and he's worried that they're going to kind of get used to this. I well, don't. Oh, I, I can see that. I can see yeah. that. But nah, I doubt seriously. Yeah, it's. To well, me, if, if, if you think about that. it, at the snap of a ball, offensive, defensive lineman, the first thing is to shoot out, and what's the first thing? Boom, helmets collide. Yep. So I think this, you know, especially in training camp, when you just like, you know, it, it, they always talk about the major blows, but it's the minor consistent blows that add up to the major problems with CTE as well. You know, it doesn't have to be just one or two major blows that cause a concussion. It's a whole series of things that lead up to CTE. And when you're banging helmets every day in practice, five, six days a week, and then you get out there and you increase that that collision by a hundred percent, you know, 
I don't. I don't blame them for trying to. to no, to I know. I think the league's just try, yeah. they're trying to help. I mean, that's yeah. there's no there's nothing dubious about it. They're just trying to protect these guys. You know. Hey, what hey, I mean? hey, 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 the stream. Hey, hey, what hey. Happened? What Mister Taz? Don't be saying stuff like that. Leave that stuff alone, man. What's that? Yeah, what Brooks, you're tearing all the time. You're sneaking at the D Guns family gathering. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Barrett, Barrett was an original exactly tamper. Right. Barrett was an OT, not an OG. Thank you. Thank He's you. Hold on, Mr. Taz. Thank you, Mr. Taz. That's right. Exactly. He's been tampering for four years. Unbelievable. That's exactly right. There's going to be some serious fines coming down for Barrett for his tampering. Um, hey, hold on now. Hold on now. That's funny. All right, <laughs> so guys. You tell the truth. <laughs> yeah. So tomorrow we're gonna have Brandon Lee Galton from Bleeding Green Nation. Brandon's down there every day, uh, taking yeah, in practice. Good guy, so good guy. Yeah, he's a real good dude. He's gonna be joining us from uh from the Novacare complex tomorrow after he witnesses practice. And they will be uh in full pads tomorrow, not tackling to the ground, but they're in full pads tomorrow for what it's worth, uh, regarding Eagles practice. So we'll get the uh the latest on what's happening with the birds, that's for sure. Continue. Phillies are back at it tomorrow in Atlanta, off tonight, but back at it tomorrow. And we'll uh, you know, guys, I think I should, I should, I think I should go to practice tomorrow. I'll just do, I do uh, our show from uh, in the office tomorrow. So I should. Go I, I love when you're there, man. Yeah, can you okay. get a better? Can you get a better headset tomorrow too? Make sure you have a better headset. <laughs> just Instead of talking I, like you're an airplane pilot sitting in the cockpit. No, but I, I think that, uh, yeah. Well, you could go with what you did at the last half hour. It was it sounded a lot better? So whatever, whatever works. All right, I'll, yeah, go with that. I'll go with that. All right. Uh, thanks to our producer, Xander Kraus. Thanks to everybody in the chat section. We appreciate you, everybody viewing, everybody streaming, everybody listening. You guys are the best. Hit the like button, tell a friend, and we're back at it tomorrow. All right. For Derek Gunn, for Barrett Brooks, I am Rob Ellis. Thanks for hanging with us. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Have a great day. Stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV. Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on Exodus. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. The glass is for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? 
I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.